Hi guys, welcome to this week of earning season with me, Randy. And me, Danai. That's right, and I'm at RT Euro, if you don't know already, which you probably do. And I'm at H Danai, finally. I can't again, say that really easily. <laughs> again, again, last week he pointed out he changed, but he's H Danai, which sounds much more government. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> unless, <laughs> un unless anything else. Um, uh, we were just talking about the market this week, uh, Danai. And, uh, and we are, of course, let me start properly, we're at BAM Production Studios again, which, yeah, I know I should mention that Every Mickle is coming to you courtesy of BAM Production Studios, and we are a part of the Jamaica Podcast, Podcast Network. Network. Yeah, there we go. And it's so, I've finished my contractual obligations for the week. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just this week we're talking about what's happening, response. Um, things are happening in the market, blah, 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 the usual stuff. The people who like it, like it. The people who don't, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll go straight into it. You've had the, you had the intro. We haven't had a guest in a few weeks. Has anybody asked you to come on, Danai? Oh, no, not yet. Wow, yeah. Wow. I guess we're not that, we're not that good. <laughs> a couple of people have asked me, and I have asked a couple of people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping to keep things interesting for people. Uh, I like to manage expectations right off the bat, guys. Do not expect us to be doing guests every week we're not going to the guests every week yeah. Um, yeah i think that i believe here's what i think in terms of content so i form at the same time i said and then i um in terms of content i've said it to him before too but what danai and i bring to the table should be good enough for people mm -hmm. to tune in every week and i think so i mean i enjoy talking to danai he I, he's one of the traders i respect the most he's not a trader but he's <laughs> one of the people in the market that i respect the most and and we have good conversations i think and same for me already and i <laughs> think that if those conversations are good enough and if we have a couple of guests a couple of times it'll be even better right it's like a bonus it's like mm -hmm. what's it what's, what's something in the market that's i mean it's okay it's nice to get it but uh, you don't really care if you don't get it <laughs> dividends oh yeah <laughs> you see i didn't even think of that yeah. <laughs> i didn't even think of let me get some dividends now yeah 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 big up the speaking about dividends i'll go right into it something had a big dividend this week i even remember that like Barita. Barita, yes. Barita had a rated dividend yeah, this week. 1% at, at the high price. One, per, one, one plus, actually. 1% one at the high price, but let's be serious. It's at the 45. Forget 45. $9. At the oh $9. God, yes, at the $9, it's over 10% dividend. Yo. Yo, guys, I'm a hypocrite because that kind of dividend I care about, that's 10% on your initial investment mm -hmm. in less than a year in the form of, the, of a dividend. And capital gains mm -hmm. to the tune of what? 9 to 90. I see falling now. But nine to ninety, that's 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 pretty crazy. The barita's a wicked momentum, you know. I was looking at the I remember when the when Cornerstone just acquired them. Uh-huh. And I think the first dividend after, I looked at how much they were how much they were getting and I said they basically pay back for them shares now. Yes. In the one dividend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. The, the first, first or second dividend after yeah, that decision. Yeah. So that, that's what shows how much money was pumped into the how much money the company was getting after the acquisition. Crazy. Uh, yeah, for the people who lost completely and you listen to this for tips, you're going to be out of luck <laughs> with all the tips. But if you listen, you learn stuff. But I'll just explain why. Cornerstone is a private company owned by a couple of rich people in Jamaica who bought into Barita, which is on the market as BIL. Yeah, they yeah. bought a brokerage, Barita. They bought it. They bought the majority of the shares from, um, what's that lady's name? Rita Humphreys. Rita Humphreys Lewin. Yeah, yeah, she's one of the well she's not the father she's one of the the the, 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 the 
the mothers yeah, of the market. She she's is. been around from this from from the early days, from the start. I think I could be one wrong. One of the pioneers. One of the pioneers. Thank you. Yes. I feel that them just uh, he will never enter these doors again. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> she's one of the pioneers of the market. Um, and so it's an old house. It's a respected house. Yeah, definitely. And then the young making money work for you. Yeah, <laughs> and then the young guys have come in through cornerstone cornerstone like i said is a private company run by by people that have money but they brought in um who's running it paul simpson paul simpson yes. uh, he's co-founder of cornerstone so mm. he's integral to how they operate yeah um and if you've been following the stock market for a long time you if you follow in business in jamaica for a long time you should know who paul simpson is um he's not a new guy to the market he's not dumb he knows he's he's i think he's a genius oh he's there man definitely yeah i don't know him personally but I've just as things i've seen him oh though. yeah man yeah <laughs> things we, we spoke about some of these things yeah. together and where yeah. they're positioning the company and where they invest the money it's great mm -hmm. to me yeah they've, they've been they've been they've been setting themselves up i think paul simpson somebody who has had the good fortune of having a great idea being able to meet the right mm -hmm. people can help fund a good idea and he's and believing is you can't tell most people I'm going to go into investing and equity. Look how much money Barita is pulling from the equity investments gain. Mm -hmm. That's that's a heavy line. You can't tell a lot of people, hey, this, I'm doing air quotes, risk the money mm -hmm. on the equity market. I'm going to risk your money on the equity market. Yeah. You can't tell a lot of people that and they actually listen to you and go forward with it. Barita is making a killing with that equity line. And here they are. Yeah, yeah. And... and <laughs> such a funny thing to talk about Barita because the, the industry was first shocked then happy and then now my my personal view is that a whole lot of the industry views Barita very questionably mm -hmm. yeah um I've held off from tweeting about why but I mean I think I can say it now and shout out I feel like every week I shout out Ryan <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Five Sally on Twitter um he 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 made a tweet about you know something that they hold and i have seen it and i know that i picked it up too we spoke mm -hmm. about it off air but essentially it is believed let's not get sued but it is yeah, believed, believed by by me myself it is my opinion it's not a fact but i believe that barita has a either a company or they have a company mm -hmm. under them a sub company yeah there's unit trust holding company yeah and um i believe that company owns a lot of the barita, barita shares their ownership in the company is such that they'll get they'll receive capital gains from the movement of the shares in unit trust yeah man everybody just lost a while ago Let me, okay, again so again <laughs> no, i'll try i'll try simplify it i'll try simplify it i got two industry there <laughs> uh, so he's saying he's saying he's saying that essentially but say it again and let me break it on again yeah so their holdings in the unit trust company will give them capital gains from the movement of the price of the shares of the unit trust. Yeah, man, it is complicated. I hope people don't understand it. All right, so essentially, they own a company, and that company bought their shares, meaning mm -hmm. Barita shares. Let's call one Barita 1, the one mm -hmm. that we all know, and Barita 2, the sub-company. So Barita 1 is a Barita 1 that we know on, on, on the stock exchange, and mm -hmm. lots of companies own companies under them. Not, mm -hmm. not every. This is a good little bit of information. Companies and people create companies all the all time the for time. simple, simple stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you have sense right now, let me tell you something. Here's a free tip for the week, guys. You get it early. If you have sense and you're buying a property, especially for people 
who claim to be buying thing properties for um it's an investment for investment it's yeah, an yeah, investment yeah, it's, a, it's an investment in real estate yeah. <laughs> i never want to say that i'm going to make money from it with an investment yeah, yeah but you know resize that's how people make money like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how much land mr leeching on is like him on the whole apartment. Like, shut up <laughs> <laughs> first lesson real estate is not what makes you wealthy everybody every every accounts book just burn up them them obey me right now real estate does not make you wealthy think of real estate like a diamond necklace mm -hmm. right you're not rich because you have the diamond necklace you got rich and then you bought the diamond well, necklace. I mean, no, you can make money, money from, from the diamond the necklace. necklace. Yeah, right? And uh -huh. don't get me wrong, I'm not telling anybody that real estate can't make you money. Real estate can make you money. Real estate is very lucrative and like everybody knows we're not making new land. Mm -hmm. right? So there's still land <laughs> that you have to get and once you own that land, it's yours forever. Mm -hmm. right? There's still, controversial point, there's still families in Jamaica oh. from the jump who owned land that was slave well, mm -hmm. I call it slavery land because, you know, my ancestors worked on it uh -huh. I didn't own any. And some of those families still own that land. Yep. Just because great, 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 great granddaddy <laughs> made an investment and it worked, right? Mm -hmm. No, I don't like great, 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 great granddaddy. But the point of it is that, yes, there's money you can make in real estate. I don't want anybody to say that Randy say, Randy say. that you can. Big up NN Boogie for live tweeting. <laughs> for live <laughs> oh, yeah, tweeting I mean um, an episode of... of, of of early season. season yeah uh, I, I don't think it was the last one this is the one before the last yeah, one I think, so. I think it would, it would have been our first official oh, yeah, one yeah. actually I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't changed my name as yet so yeah <laughs> you're still the, the dada the dog no. um big up and boogie again uh come on the podcast please miss ma'am um if, you, if you're so inclined of course no pressure uh <laughs> but anyway saying that yeah, I'm not, I don't want anybody to say that I'm saying that real estate does not make you money. Real estate does make you money. I'm not saying it's not a loot, it's not a business, it's not mm -hmm. wealth creating. It is. Just do it sensibly. Do it, do like it sensibly, exactly. Do it like a business. Yes, and, we, and admittedly, because they're not creating new land, the real estate business is very, very, very old. And like any very, 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 very old business, it is harder to get into and mm -hmm. more expensive to get into. Definitely. So it means that if you are actually doing real estate for an investment, it, there is a certain way you should do it in order to make money. There are certain things you should track. There are certain things you should look for. And you have to do those things in that order. Or not in that order, but you have to do things a certain way to actually make money from it. Do not think that just because you have acquired, just because you have acquired um, real estate, that it's going to automatically be an investment. It must go up. I can assure you that you can lose money from real estate. If you don't believe that, check Jamti. Jam oh, T is what, yeah. 2018 or mm -hmm. 2017 numbers. Jam mm -hmm. T bought a piece of St. Thomas and did an entire scheme. You know what I mean? So the rich man or the money man do? Mm -hmm. H, my food and sons, they bought an entire, not bought, they built an entire scheme from nothing and sold every single unit in that scheme mm -hmm. and they made a loss. <laughs> because as they told you, they were trying to do low um, income housing low income housing for mm -hmm. regular people. Your poor people get burned all, all the time, time. my lord. I, I, I feel <laughs> it. I feel it. But, but It's funny that they set out to help poor people and they got burned. And That's they got burned doing it. And it's funny because you see the response. They're mm -hmm. like, we will not be doing this again. Yeah, we're, we're throwing away your money that you invested in this company. Yeah. We, you didn't buy into this company for the charity, for being a charity. Big up social stock exchange. Yeah, you can go into that one when that comes around. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it around now? I think it is. Launched. It our, is it, yeah. It's so confusing. Big yeah. up the Jesse. Big up the Jesse. Let's not get in trouble. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, we're on a tangent, but I'll work my way back to the, to the tangent. Mm -hmm. Real estate is a business. It can make you money. I'm not saying no. 
However, mm -hmm. I did make the analogy about it's like a necklace. So you got rich and then you bought the necklace and you can make money from the necklace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't get rich from real estate, but you have to understand is you need a lot of money to go into it. Real estate as I see it, I ran the row seat. You either have a lot of money when you go in in order to do a lot of things that will require a lot of money or you wait a lot of time. So mm -hmm. if you buy a piece of land, you do something and you're willing to wait 20 years, of course it's going to be worth more. Your parents' house isn't worth what they bought it for. They bought it in 1991 mm -hmm. for 300,000, all right? And you were talk, you're talking, you're paying rent right now, tired of hearing those stories oh, from yeah, people definitely. to God, yeah. All right. And you, Mr. Investors, I talk about, I want to buy real estate so I can rent. So you, buy, you buy the house and you get rented. Mm -hmm. Or Airbnb. Please think about, yeah. Please think about how are you going to buy the house. Mm -hmm. If you don't have house money, you're getting a mortgage. There we go. Will your rent beat your mortgage? That's a, to me, that's the first step. Fundamental point that people <laughs> don't think. is yeah, It's for any business. I'm going to spread it for any business. Is the revenue from your business idea enough to cover the costs of your business yeah, idea? If the Are answer to that is no, not, then it's not making sense. There we go. If the answer to that is no, and you don't have a way to turn that no into a yes, then it's not a sensible business. Yeah. 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 So you're not doing it for the legacy to make a loss every month on your mortgage. So you did this to make the money. So there we you go. think about it as making money. Don't give yourself the excuses of, well, I own a house and I can't live there. You're not going to live there. So please, <laughs> sort out yourself. Yeah, please. Understand what it is. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy a house. Definitely. And I'm saying that either. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't even buy a house if the market is expensive, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. As, um, what's that guy on Twitter? The guru interest. Simon. Simon. Simon Johnson, yeah. yeah. I didn't big up Simon last week. I should have because I had gone to his class. Well, we had gone to his class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I also went, yeah. That's a good class. Simon is Simon knows Simon knows his stuff. I think he's doing an MBA. I could be wrong. Oh, I'm not sure actually. I'm not speaking. I don't yeah, know. I don't know either. But he knows his stuff. He's um, he's very good in terms of if you know, like you're not you're not going to trick Simon. We don't. I like that. Mm -hmm. You know, Simon knows his, he knows what is what. He knows even the more advanced market mm -hmm. stuff. It's which yeah, funny because yeah. I generally don't like the how do I say this opinions of the heavy industry Say people carefully yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, when yeah, i speak yeah. to them you know they come up condescending sometimes mm -hmm. or Tied that they have, they guy have on twitter <laughs> likes or they have a they have a because they know so much everything they, they start they start know too much they they tell yeah. you this and they tell you that and because it's so it go and there's nothing else after that simon he actually listens and yeah, his yeah. points are often very relevant yeah um, big up simon because one of the first first industry people as they talk about MJE in a good light on Twitter. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't want to get him into much trouble, so I don't press him on things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things. Boy, the, these days, my Twitter is a long line of things that I don't say. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> a, there's, less, there's less tweets than there should be. But uh, we, we got lost on the tangent, and I'll carry us back. We're born out real estate, and all the realtors hate us. Sorry, mm -hmm. NN Boogie. Yo, follow NN Boogie. If you don't know who NN Boogie is, go on Twitter and go to at NN Boogie. She's always pushing real estate stuff. I know she's, she's recently really, really put a lot of energy into her real estate. And I see a lot of deals from her. Like, proper, yeah, that's yeah, a good value yeah, for buying that. I yeah, see yeah, some yeah, proper yeah, deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, um, even rental she has good stuff. Mm, I see she have a nice new Kingston place for um, renting for like 50 odd grand. Oh, yeah. But I think it moved very, very quickly. Of I course. Think that was last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A big up for that. Um, having said all of that, though, I did get to this point about real estate being the necklace and you being rich mm -hmm. and, and blah, blah, blah. Not that you can't get you rich, is that it's often something that people do after they get rich, they buy a lot of real estate. Mm -hmm. If you look at Bill Gates, he's done it. If you look at Ted Turner, mm -hmm. Ted Turner from, if you, people who know old money, <laughs> <laughs> old money in America, Ted Turner, who, who at one point was the largest landowner. No, I think Jeff Bezos is one of the largest oh, yeah. landowners. Think about that, guys. Jeff Bezos, no. 
is one of he might not be the largest but he's one of the mm -hmm. largest landowners, landowners. in america mm -hmm. um i think ted turner was rumored that he could walk from one end of america to the other and still be on his, on land. his land oh yeah that's cool. yeah well all of that happened after him get rich right mm -hmm. yeah you, you you buy land when you get some money i'm not knocking buying mm -hmm. land but don't think of it as your first step unless you have a lot of money or you have a lot of wherewithal or you have a good team of people around you, you know Definitely. if your father is a developer go ahead and go into real estate business as a business right that you have a, you have a step up above everybody mm -hmm. else yeah if your father drive truck manage yourself i'm not saying not to get into it i'm not dissing people who drive trucks my father drove a truck he sent me to school for many years to it and took care of the family that way but understand where you are and what you can do at where you are that's my point i'm mm -hmm. going to bring it all the way back to barita for the people who haven't <laughs> dropped off so oh, barita yeah, one the company owns barita two mm -hmm. and the tip from people i did promise you a free tip if you're in the real estate business or you say you're going to real estate business which means you're buying a property with the intention at some point in the near future to sell that property incorporate a company and buy the property using the company from that point on anytime you want to sell the land all you have to do sell somebody the company mm -hmm. this used to be very lucrative before the government, oh, the government dropped the, um, mm -hmm. the 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 stamp duty and all of that mm -hmm. because you didn't have to deal with any of that especially yep. if you incorporate that well you have to deal with it if you if you incorporate a local company mm -hmm. but then you could just incorporate the a st lucia company Corp and then they just boom there's no then there's no tax because st lucia corp and, and, and real estate <laughs> you yeah just want. and then what it is is somebody want to buy your piece of land or your house or whatever Mm -hmm. What you really do is you sell them all the shares in the St. Lucia company that mm -hmm. owns the land. And so they avoid tax almost completely or maybe just 1%, but mm -hmm. it's, it's next to nothing. Yeah. Um, the Jamaica company still has to pay property tax. There's no avoiding that. Mm -hmm. The land is the land. Um, but what and happens that is that you don't have tax to, when they sell too. Yeah, but when you're selling, you avoid a whole heap of those because mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about the... the there's a whole heap of fees you, you don't have to worry about. Yep. The so there's my free tip that I'm supposed to tell people. The last time I told somebody that and implemented it, I was paid a lot of money to, to, help, <laughs> to help them come up with that. So I can tell you that that is a good tip mm -hmm. that you just got Definitely. for free here on the earnings season. Podcast. Yo, realtors. Uh, mm. Don't diss realtors. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, maybe they can use that. Maybe. maybe. Some realtors, I'm sure, mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. I'm sure uh, people get more savvy. Yeah, and it depends on where you are in the space. You might yeah. be working for somebody. And your model just doesn't it. work like that. So That's true. That's true. But I encourage people to hustle no matter where they work. Definitely. Yeah, the boss will fire you anytime it makes sense to fire you. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. No yeah. plug my office. They actually they encourage do hosting. Not get you yourself know, you know. fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. <laughs> like, hosting on the stock market, they, uh -huh. like, the whole office is invested on the market. Really? Like, I've been to other brokers, I've worked other brokers, yeah. and trust me, it's like, it's you're pulling teeth to get people to invest. Yeah. I'll confess something I don't confess often. So I did, well, then I know, I did the, um, the JSC. What's that course that you're supposed to do from JSC? Oh, the JSC. Um, the security course. course. Yeah, the security online securities course. course. Yeah, online security yeah. Course. And, and there are a lot of Mayberry people in my class. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mayberry. So when you, just, when, you, when you just come to the company, they send almost everybody. And it, it, like, suppose you're already qualified and you don't have to do it. You can request. So I, I, when I came there, apparently my degree, I could, I didn't need to do the security course. Security course, yeah. Because yeah. is like I a requested it. God, I was like, yeah, I, want, I also want to go. And they paid and sent me through. Yeah, apparently they so sent yeah. all employees. All employees. Even the guards? My bro. <laughs> oh, really? No, you should bust the guard. I, 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 
To be honest, I'm not sure that they wouldn't. It just the product have asked about it. Next time you go lunch, talk to the guy and ask if he wants. Tell him same for doing. Because everybody, <laughs> like four people here are talking about, yo, I was by somewhere and I was on the road today and I heard the security guards talking about them stocks. Uh-huh. You know, big up JSC for that. First of all, big up JSC for that. Two, big up the guards for caring about mm-hmm. their future. Three, I wonder if it's like the same two guards, like everybody <laughs> going there. <laughs> like it's like KFC, Content Spring or something. Big up KFC. I'm a Jamaican, which means I love my family, my country. Got up above and KFC, KFC Jamaica barbecue, also wings. Also, it's not a joke. I'm, I'll never forget the first time I went to America and I had KFC just to see if it was true. And I was like, oh wow, <laughs> no, we not better. Who's better than us? Big man thing. Who's be- I, I've been checking. I heard what's it called? Bar- Chefet. I went to no, Barbados no, no. I had Chefet. No. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting. It was a good trip. I, I'll tell you guys off it. I was joking about that last night. So last night, we were recording this on what day is today, Danai? Friday. Friday. Today is a Friday. It's the day before my second grow event. So if I sound nervous, that's why. And if you guys have this come out Wednesday and you hear I'm not on Twitter anymore, maybe it didn't go well and I had to run away. But I won't. <laughs> it always goes well. And the people who pay get exactly what they paid for and more. That's my thing. I try to bring value to them. But anyway, you, I was saying something or did I interrupt you for nothing just to do a plug? Look like a free plug. God damn. Guys, <laughs> I talk too much, which is how the podcast along with that night. Uh, I didn't remember the hell. I know we were talking about KFC guys fighting. I didn't want to match up the money. Chefette is an interesting thing. I want to tell a story, but I, I don't want to frustrate people too, because you tell them, here's this great story, and I can't tell you about it. But I, I went to Chefette in, in Barbados, mm-hmm. and I was carried there by a very interesting person. So interesting that if I tell you, you won't believe who it was. I won't say it, and I'm sorry. People can guess. At me on Twitter, I guess who it was that carried me to, to Sheffield there. But it was somebody that you wouldn't believe that carried me to Sheffield. It was not Rihanna. If it was Rihanna, I, w- I would tell you. <laughs> I would tell you about Rihanna and our children. We wouldn't be hearing about it. No, you see, man. You wouldn't hear about it at all, all bro. Be, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be a slave for her. That's not <laughs> to say, but yeah, that's cool. Um, anyway, big up Rihanna. <laughs> big up Rihanna. Big up Sheffield, but big up KFC Jamaica most of all. KFC is, is a national dish. It makes me sick and I still eat it. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to get sick, but you, know, you just plan it out. You just you plan it out. Some things make me sick, but... Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah I I think it's something so in the spicy. Yeah. <laughs> the business for people, I'm sure I know. I know. So yeah, again, so burrito. Uh, burrito. So burrito, burrito one. <laughs> I feel bad. Burrito. Say it one more time just for the people, and because I, I remember the story. So just say the thing but that they're people doing. People that... Oh, it was about how, how they hold themselves. Oh, yeah, so they... They hold shares through the unit trust, I believe, mm-hmm. and the unit trust will has to register its has gains. Has to register its gains, and, and the unit, unit trust gets priced differently. So if the companies that they invest in go up, then the unit trust price goes up, mm-hmm. and then Barita record that gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and so the breakdown I was going to give people is this. All right, Barita One, which is a Barita we know, has a company under it and in this case it's a unit trust again this is all this could be wrong guys if we're wrong this is not fact it's speculation Speculation. it's not fact inform speculation because I know people hate that word that's true speculation based on some things we've observed yeah I'm just not saying it's a fact because I can't bother to get sued I can't afford to be sued yeah and I don't think I also don't think they're doing anything they're not they're definitely not doing anything illegal or wrong yeah some people don't like it some people are wary of it but yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter in my eyes um, but I know it matters a lot to people. So here's what they're doing. Marita One that's on the market holds, as then I said, the owns a unit trust. 
the Unitrust, I believe, owns shares in Barita itself. Mm-hmm. So in Barita 1. Barita 2, we'll call Barita 2 the Unitrust. Barita 1 is Barita Wino. Barita 2 owns shares in, its, in the company that owns them, which is Barita 1. Those shares, as we know, we've said it moved from $9 last year and earlier this year all the way up to 90. 90 to the 90 this year. Uh, yeah, it's been so falling this year. week. It's mm-hmm. been falling this week, and we're recording. The record date, the record date has passed for the rights issue they're doing right now. Say that again, I don't think the record, date for, right. uh, the record date for the rights issue mm-hmm. is gone. So it's gone, and that date was August 20th. August 20th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're not on the shareholder list as of that day, you don't have any rights to apply for. Yeah, um, and you can only get rights. I have if you don't want a rights issue, is guys www.everymickle.com. There is an article up by the time you hear this, it won't be the latest article up, or it shouldn't be the latest article up, but it's either the first or the second article on the page telling you what is a rights issue. And it breaks it down very simply, very beginner ish, very normal language, which is what I'm also trying to do now, too, in terms of what I'm doing for Barita. So, Barita's sub company, the Unitrust Barita 2, owns shares in Barita 1. When those Barita 1 shares flew from $9 to $90, as we said, Barita 2 has to record that gain mm-hmm. as, a, um, as profit. Profit, yeah. yeah. which makes Barita 1's profit increase. Mm-hmm. And because Barita 1's profit increase, the PE, big up the people who come to the grow event, you understand PE fully. The PE, fa- I'll even explain it. If you want to know it, either check out everymickle.com or you come to a grow event. Sign up for the mailing list on everymickle.com. Anyway, the PE, as we know, when profit rises, if the stock price stays the same, the PE falls. Mm. So their PE fell, fell. terribly. Mm. In no, terribly meaning in a great way. In a great way, right? <laughs> but, but then if you are analyzing the company properly, you mm. realize that a huge part of that fall is because they're, they're the rise. So it, mm-hmm. it, in other words, because their share price went up, their profit also went, went up. up. Mm-hmm. And what profit go up? They report the increased profit, and part of why the profit went up is because they bought those shares and the share mm-hmm. price went up, right? In Jamaica and everywhere else, profit and the financials of our company are mm-hmm. recorded on a lag. So, for example, a lot of people's their quarter ended in June, mm-hmm. at the end of June, and they will report it. I wish, I wish, big up David. David knows all these things. David was here on our first episode. Big up David. A lot of people give me a lot of commentary on David being here. David knows his stuff. I think, I think 30 to 45 days after the end of a quarter. 45 days after the end of a quarter, they post the unaudited financial statements. There we go. So, um, those within that time, that means that 45 days after they've done it, it gets reported, Mm -hmm. right? Which means that. You hear about the profit afterwards. And mm-hmm. then, of course, people like you and me would run away, buy some shares because, wow, they have great profit, right? And there's more mm-hmm. to come. They've just got taken over. Think about it. They've just got taken over. The new guys are now truly in charge and pushing properly. Mm-hmm. And the profit is flying. So this seems like something I'd buy into. It makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a logical decision. And then you hear about increased profit. And because I'm buying in, the price is going up. And it's so funny because that price moving up is causing future profit, profit. to go up. Mm-hmm. And that keeps happening. So every quarter, the profit <laughs> is going up. And because of that, people are like, wow, there's something great happening. And they're uh-huh. buying in. And so the, this, is, this, is, this is part of what, I, I, won't, I won't go too far, but oh, this is part of what sent the, the, the price mm-hmm. really high. And it also sent it really high. Now, at this point, I think a lot of people in the industry, it's a small industry thing, so mm-hmm. people talk to each other. I think a lot of what happens is that the industry now knows a lot of mm-hmm. what's happening and they're what's seeing happening? that it's internal. Now, to be to Barita's credit, core operations have also Co- grown. Doubled, I think. Doubled? Doubled. Like, the money from each line item, I think it's almost, 
if not doubled, almost doubled. They're mm. doing really well in that department, man. I like, let me be accurate yeah, so for the people Corey's who are strong. listening. Core is strong. Not Core is strong. Core is growing. Growing. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, Core is I growing. I for more money now, so you know. You know? Yeah, and they keep taking more money. They took a loan the other day. How much, how much I took? They, 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 they did a... They took, like, what was that 600 that they took? What was it? Oh, sorry. I think it was Cygnus. That's not them. Okay. Yeah, Cygnus took some money. So Barita takes money. They are mm-hmm. rights issues. Rights issues, yeah. And I'm sure they take loans. Too, but the, the rights issue is the big <laughs> thing. And so the rights issue just closed. Um, and I'm saying people are wary in the industry. Some people, I think, are oh, wary in the industry. Oh, I, was, I was noticing that VM, mm-hmm. VMs, they don't book, they gain on the gain from equity mm-hmm. in the profit. In the profit and loss statement, they book in the comprehensive income. Well, uh, the, you don't know VM here? VM, VMIL. So VMIL, their gains from, unrealized gain on equity, mm-hmm. on investments. What does that mean in real terms? In other words, they bought some they bought stocks some, and the price yeah, went up. Price went up okay. and they book again. So you're, make, you're in profit. So yeah. that, that profit figure is in their comprehensive income. So not, not the net profit. And it's heavy. They made so much money. Yeah. When they From sell, the where does the money go? When they sell, it stays in comprehensive income. Wow. So at no time does it touch the piano? At no time. No time. Wow. So that's like MJE that we in, spoke about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you can see a company report net a net loss. Oh, yeah. And then you check your bank check account. Your and and, and yeah. it, not that you know it. <laughs> a net loss. That's so good. What are you taxed on? You tax on net? Yeah, tax on net. My God. So, yeah. Well, you're not taxed on OCI? No, no, no. Definitely not. Mate, <sighs> I think it, would, it wouldn't be income tax, if anything. No, but yeah, but trading has its own trading taxes. But outside of so trading income, taxes. Yeah, so it's income tax. Wow. That's a good, that's, that's a good deal if you, if you have sense. If you, if, you, if you can put those dots together, that's a very good deal. <laughs> MJE is a St. Lucia Incorporated. Yes, it is. I saw. So Who spoke about that recently? Again, David. Mm-hmm. David did a, a, a oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. at JC Knight actually, yeah. too. Yeah, he actually did a, a, um, a little thread on Twitter explaining mm-hmm. how MJE is a St. Lucia company. Yeah, man. So they have taxes on lock. So mm-hmm. all the money they're making is going straight to you. No yeah. taxes. You the shareholder. Yeah. yeah. Smart company to buy into if you have sense. In fact, yo... It fluctuates nicely too. Yeah. MJE, you could buy MJE even up to a couple of weeks ago. You can buy MJE for eight dollars. Uh-huh. I know it's at eleven dollars. Yeah, and, and and funny enough, this is where the market experts will tell you that the market is inefficient. Um, MJE, which is Mayberry Jamaica Equities, mm-hmm. is owned by MIL, which MIL. is Mayberry Investments Limited. Limited. And Mayberry Investments Limited owns eighty or seventy percent of yeah, MJE. Seventy-five to eighty, I think. Yeah, thereabouts. And Yet MIL has a lower share price, price. and uh, <laughs> and I don't want to link share price. You don't compare but share the same price. Of shares. Uh, they have the same exact amount of shares. Yes, that's true. They did do that one ten thing and the, the mm-hmm. whole yeah. Wow. One two zero one four nine nine. Don't ask when I know that. Oh, uh, I know when you know that. <laughs> <laughs> you just coming from work, but um. So they did no no. Hold on. Did they have the same amount of shares? Or did they have a tenth. No, they have. They have the exact amount, or do they have a tenth? Same amount of shares. So both companies. Where did I get that ten percent in my head from? When they were selling, when we got ten percent from the dividend in specie. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 they gave us ten percent of the company. So yes. It was one two zero one, and uh, got up to zero. That's true. That's where that ten percent came. We got ten percent for free. Mm-hmm. If you all you had to do is read or, or watch my series <laughs> today, it's free. It's free. Um, so not free. We got it because we owned MIL. But I say the market is inefficient because MIL is not 
priced quite the same. MIL mm-hmm. is way below. In fact, below. MIL is bef- below book value, if memory serves me. And it's funny, you said an analyst who says inefficient, but I find this to be an inefficiency of the analyst himself. Yeah, there's no efficient they market. Inf- they inform the market. Mm-hmm. They will s- tell you strongly, oh, you know, the stock is trading below book value. Yeah. Look at MIL. Yeah. And I don't hear much news about MIL trading below book value. when. <laughs> All right, so trading below book value. The book value of the company is X. Mm-hmm. And the the price of the company, you can buy it on the market, is lower than X. Yeah. Let me break that down again for people in case I'm doing it. I feel like I didn't David's job. Um <laughs> you have a you have a let's say you are a company. So you own a house, a car, and a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Cell phone costs a thousand US, house costs uh no, I'm sorry, the house costs ten thousand US. What's ten thousand US? One million. One point oh, wow. three. But uh, the, uh, hundred, you, so the house costs a hundred thousand US. And the, the car costs 5,000 US. Mm-hmm. So we've gone 106,000 US if you add that up correctly. Mm-hmm. All right? The book value of you as a company is 106,000 US. Mm-hmm. Now, let's pretend that you are an actual company on the stock exchange and you have shares. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one share would then be 106,000 mm-hmm. US. That's your book value. But somebody is currently selling you. Gee, I wear back on slavery again. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody's currently selling you for 50,000 US. Mm-hmm. So you're being sold at roughly half your okay, book value. Mm-hmm. So that's what book value is. And MJE currently, not MJE, MIL, MIL. which is Mayberry Investments Limited, which is the brokerage that we all know, is currently 29% below, below its, book value. its book value. So if it's worth $100, it's mm-hmm. being sold currently for $71. That's a situation uh-huh. that I personally say. That's a situation that business people, smart and rich business people, in which that you take a loan, because loans are usually against your book value, mm-hmm. and or can be, and you, you buy your own company, you take mm-hmm. it off the stock exchange, because you would have yeah, no bought you, something. You bought something that for, <laughs> for less than it's worth. Than it's worth, yeah. yeah. Um, but MI, maybe, and even like, where MIL is, how much of the book value that com- comes from MJE, that says a lot to me. The fact that the value in the value you get from the from the assets of the company is stocks versus say you own a machine that prints shirts. The value of saying you probably can't sell it for what it is after a couple of times. So the loss in value of stocks isn't the same as a regular machine that pumps things pumps out some shirts for you. Mm-hmm. So the value in the assets, stocks versus that. If I if I was to get the assets from from the t-shirt shop, right? Then I have a, I'd have to be working. I, I have to become a t-shirt shop to make money from it. Okay. If I get MJ's assets, I get stocks. Again. So, no, you don't have to say it again. You know what? I wasn't paying attention. I'm sure people <laughs> were paying attention. That's fine because I know the value of MJ and MIL. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the value you get from the assets themselves. Yeah. It justifies it. The company trading at book value. Yes. Or more. Yes. Yeah, for many things. It's just for a good example of that mm-hmm. is SSF, Surgical mm-hmm. Select Funds. Um, the NAV, NAV means Nest Asset Value, Nest but asset it's also, value. Is, this, is it the same thing as book value? Is it the same thing as book value, no? In, it can be. Yeah, it can be. So for like a SSF where they own absolutely nothing else, it mm-hmm. is the same thing as book value because mm-hmm. all they have are the shares the, that they own. Mm-hmm. So SSF, Sagicor Select Funds, is, an, is a is a pseudo index fund. It, it tracks the, the the financial index from the JSC, 
I can't explain everything, guys. Some, some stuff you're going to have to just know. But yeah, so the JSC have a financial index. The SSF tracks it. And so SSF as a company, all it has is shares in the companies on the financial index. It's so funny. Yeah, man, is not yeah it really is. It's the same. I knew it was, but I wanted to use the sound smart because mm. I Googled it before. Okay. <laughs> but I know it's the same thing. Yeah, man. It's but, just but assets minus, minus liabilities. Exactly. So in some cases, it's very good to buy a company if you can get it. For that, you know, all right, so that's a great Buffett point. That's oh, what yes, Buffett, definitely. Yeah, so Buffett I, did that. She's weird. I keep, I keep saying this on Twitter. If the value investors, air quotes, mm -hmm. they generally follow Buffett's principles. Mm -mm. Or, okay, they... They say. Yeah, they say they do, and yeah. they like the idea of following Buffett's principles. Mm -hmm. uh, Buffett's popularized mm -hmm. principles, not yeah. his real principles. Yeah. Few people know his real principles, because <laughs> his real principles don't sound as nice. <laughs> and, involve, and involve you knowing and understanding risk and writing it. But go on talk that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and they don't buy into MJE, a company that's trading below what it's actually worth. I don't hear much value investors talking about MJE being below worth. Oh, big up Simon, actually, because at his class, he mentioned... He mentioned that MJE is trading below its NAV, its NAV. Yeah, which, which it is. It, which doesn't make sense, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah, well, uh, MJE's biggest holding is they own a good Supreme chunk Ventures. of Supreme Ventures, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. A company which has grown a lot since we've bought Ooh, MJE. You and the dividends from that company pumping right into MJE. Yeah, man. Cash flow every, every, every three months, they send that 17 mm -hmm. cents. To which me, I don't care about dividends. But <laughs> So, guys, here's another explanation. Dividends, just like real estate. I don't invest for dividends. I waste of time. But if a dividend is good enough, I pay attention to it. Now, dividends mm -hmm. are for people that have a lot of money. If you have $100 million you can invest in the market or in one company, then dividends make sense. Because a 1% dividend and $100 million mean a million dollars. If you get 1% every quarter, let's say it's a 4% dividend, a nice mm -hmm. good dividend. Somebody, some, some people have that, right? Yeah. What a 4% dividend yield. JSC last year in 20, whatever last year was, 2018, mm -hmm. <laughs> dividend yield in 2018 for JSC was 4.28%, mm -hmm. right? So that means let's say you get one point whatever every quarter from, from that. You have 100 million you could put in JSC. Nice, good paycheck there. Yeah, you mean you're getting, you're it's, not like, it's like. Not working anymore. <laughs> there we go. It's like you have a $4 million paycheck mm -hmm. for, for nobody to, you know, you just, hey, that's my paycheck, $4 million, right? Um, or well, in this case, it'd be four point two eight million dollars a year, and you get, and instead of getting paid every month, you get paid every quarter. But every quarter, you get a nice money. Now, watch me. If you have over, I'll say, if you have over, I'll be nice, I'll be generous. If you have over mm -hmm. twenty million dollars, go ahead and invest for dividends. <laughs> yeah, or if you're mm -hmm. investing on a long time scale, go ahead yeah, and invest, invest for dividends. dividends. Yeah. But if you are a regular person who just want to make some money from stocks, you don't really understand it, you're trying to get there. I'm not saying dividends aren't for you, but understand what you're getting. You're yeah. getting one or two percent on your money. You're getting four percent on your money. If you look a hundred grand investing and you say I want this grow over the next three years, you're getting four percent on a hundred grand over three years. Four percent of a hundred grand is how much. If it's a whole do something to give them some capital gains. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the only thing. Capital gains, which is which I have no problem explaining to people, is when the well, price go up. That's Definitely. all capital gain is. <laughs> you buy it at a dollar, it go two dollar. You just made a hundred percent capital gains. Mm -hmm. That's all capital gains. Right? That's what I invest for because Same. that allows you to make money. The dividend is not just a nice cabrata. So if I get a nice dividend and it pay for my, it pay the fees for me buying into the stock, then Even it made better. sense to me. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how that's how I see the market. That's how I go into these things. But I know it's not the same for everybody. People are different. Blah blah blah. But if you can follow Buffett. It's actual principles, <laughs> and you buy into a company that's below its value, so mm -hmm. tying it back to that point, below its value, a good example is an insurance company. Insurance companies, too much to explain, I'll just talk straight. Mm -hmm. Insurance companies take your money, 
and do whatever they want with it unless you have an accident. Yep. That, that's that's a simple version of what insurance companies do. Um, and they're required to have a lot of money on hand. <laughs> so th- so their, their, their requirement is literally that you have to have a crap load of money and you also have to take people's money every month or every quarter, every year. Mm-hmm. And I need you to then invest that money. Well you, well, you can do whatever you want with it. But if somebody gives you money to just hold and you only have to give them back if something happens, I'd advise you to invest in it. Yeah, yeah, man. If somebody make you hold some money, invest it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to say, yo, my mother did give me grand thousand years to hold <laughs> and run this. I should invest it. So I bought, I went out and bought SSLBC and this is Randy's fault. Uh, no, well, yeah, leave that alone. But <laughs> the point is, if you if you if you really follow Buffett's principles, buying into a company whose book value is higher is good. But it's not just good because the book value is higher. At Buffett's level, he was buying into companies where the book value is higher, and then he got to control those books. Hmm. That's where the real win is. Uh-huh. A good example of that is earlier this year, Key Insurance got in some trouble. Some trouble, eh, eh, trouble in this sense. Mm. Avoid. A lawsuit. I'm a lawyer going, oh my mm. God. <laughs> I won't call her name. I, for some reason, I don't ever call her name. And I like, I like keeping it that way. Let's keep, her, let's keep her out of trouble. But um, Key got in some trouble because they couldn't meet their capital adequacy requirements, mm. which is really just a government saying that if you're taking people money, you need to have X amount more so in you your pocket. Yeah. Mm. There's no one a plan to get over it, I hear. And they, I think they're already above it as at this date mm. in August. But I... I know that they were in trouble earlier. Now, to me, when I see a going concern, that's a good company in trouble, that's mm-hmm. an opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So we've discussed key quite a lot. Actually. Yeah, I'm surprised that some of these value investors haven't bought into that because mm-hmm. I would love to buy key and play with their book. I would, can you imagine if you do to key's book what Barita is, in our opinion, doing to their own books? Oh, you yeah. Imagine, that. imagine if you're growing operations Operation. by 100% mm-hmm. just out of that, or you're just growing the book by 100% <laughs> because, again, that book is yours. Uh-huh. You do whatever you want with it. All you're required to do is to have as much money as the government says you need to have and also to pay out any claims to anybody who has an accident. And if anybody has dealt with an insurance company before, you understand how difficult that can be. The mm-hmm. insurance company is in no rush to give you the money that they said that they would. But during that time, if you run the insurance company, you can do all oh, sorts of things yeah, with the definitely. money. You can you get that money to do everything. And the truth is most people don't have an accident mm-hmm. every year, right? So you get that money for free. Because every if you every year you pay a car insurance, for example, and you do have an accident, you don't get back that yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. The, what they do is they tell you you have a no claim. Mm-hmm. So next year, <laughs> next year we'll charge you a little less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Think about that. You, you pay to qualify to pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you can do it for 10 years and crash That's one good. time. That's good business right there to me, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am on record in my younger, less smart days of calling insurance a scam. But if a scam gets good enough, it's considered a business. It's not mm-hmm. a scam, but it's a really lucrative business if you can. And Buffett utilize it. And the value investors locally, I would have expected to utilize it too. Yeah. But I believe so the management are key. As you say, it's something I talk about a lot. Oh, imagine I can talk. insurance company can manage the float and make a lot of money. I don't even hear them say that. I don't even hear them say that. I don't yeah, hear right, nobody no, talking I, like I, that. I, yeah, it's more they say, "Oh, yo, what Warren Buffett does this." Yeah, and then they glorify it and they leave that. that. You never becomes personal. Warren Buffett says insurance is a great business to own. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like really. But why? Why was that a great business for him? Yeah, but he bought the float, into the float, it. The, the float, the float. Yeah, but he was controlling the float. <laughs> yeah, you're not controlling the float. <laughs> But and that's the thinking that, that well, like, you, people who know us know that we talk about it all the time. People mm-hmm. who follow Warren Buffett versus people who actually pay attention to what Warren Buffett actually does and says, and what he actually does is mm-hmm. a lot harder than following the little quotes. And I think a lot of them would be surprised how much respect we have for Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah. I, because, I didn't say because, I, because of how we speak 
a lot of them uh, like, towards their principles that they think yeah are Warren's principles yeah 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 it's it's um i find that what it is that people don't pay serious attention to what is behind what you're saying mm-hmm. they list your words and they try to fit into what they think you're saying yeah. even when you're telling them that's not what you're saying mm-hmm. and they just hook on to it no matter <laughs> yeah. what and it's, it's almost it's often like i need your words to match my idea of what you're diversification. saying diversification yeah exactly yeah. um yeah. you know funny enough i have a story for this week so somebody was uh, i was speaking to somebody about stocks and somebody brought it in to tell me tell me about stocks and they were asking how much does i own so I said a really small number. And the person, their face changed. And mm-hmm. they were starting to tell me, boy, you should diversify. You really do that, you do that. How much money you make? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then I have this thing where, man, how much stocks you own now, Then I? You uh, own more than three? I have three. 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 <laughs> Lucky number. So <laughs> Danai, who I consider to be one of the, I, he's probably, I say that Danai is better than me at investing. He's just not doing it long enough to truly better than me. But in terms of thinking, I think he's, probably better than me. Definitely on my level, easily. And you own how many? Three. All right. <laughs> I get, I feel bad if I own more than three. <laughs> so, yeah. I own more than three right now, but it's, uh, there's the reasons why I own more mm-hmm. than three. It make more sense. But, ideally, like I don't play to bring my uh-huh. entire portfolio and trade in one <laughs> company. Oh, you are try. I, yeah. I try so hard. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, the person asked how much money I'm making. So, mm-hmm. I told him the return mm-hmm. percentage and they were shocked. And when they finally brought it back to home, the first mo- the first words were, boy, you know, say we should diversify, though. And I was looking at him like, so I made this money because I didn't diversify. And they go back to the principle of you should diversify. For what reason? So I should look in hindsight and say, you know, so even though I didn't make this good money, I should have diversified and make less. What's the point of that? The risk is already gone. Yeah. So it, it's, I don't think they actually believe in what they say. I don't it's, think they know. Or, I don't think they realize for a lot of them that yeah, the point right. of <laughs> diversification is to mitigate risk. Yeah. I think they're just diversification because they, they were told that they should. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it. It was a Chris Rock joke. Oh, I yeah. should diversify my portfolio. <laughs> it's not a real thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's, that's the, it's a, you just know it, it's, it sounds stockish. Mm-hmm. Just like buying Carreras. Uh-huh. It, it just sounds stockish. <laughs> Everybody knows you do that. Oh, oh dividends. Carreras, oh, carreras. yes. Carreras is actually, a, oh my God, I was going to say it's a great buy. Um, I can't get in trouble. As at today, and mm. today we're talking to you, it's Friday, August 23. I think Carreras, in the short term, I personally... See, in Badu, no. Yeah. Uh, no, I can, about I can, diversification. Yeah. You talk about short term, you want, you want a right answer? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, in the short term, I've, I've said that Carreras could be an okay buy. Carreras is currently $8. I know I said something to... I can't remember the guy on Twitter, but there's a guy on Twitter who I think he invests also. I think he's an investor and he said Carreras was good like over the next few years mm-hmm. as a good buy. And I said no because um, this is always weird talking about Carreras because I know it internally and externally mm-hmm. but it's, it, it's not for any internal reason why I didn't like Carreras. It's like uh, externally the business itself. Tobacco generally we looking at the numbers for Carreras in terms of the revenue mm-hmm. it's not a growing yeah, business per se in fact the current md marcus Steele, has done something amazing because i believe last year he managed to grow revenue mm-hmm. um he grew profit and revenue and um, i think he i think i could be wrong i look at the numbers i think he grew sales also they mm-hmm. don't give sales numbers but yeah. they can be figured out and he, he i think he grew sales 
and that's hard to that. I think he grew it like one or two percent, but mm-hmm. in the cigarette business, it's a big and, deal. Yeah. That's a very, very big deal. I won't go any further because I don't know much of these numbers. And his margins are being squeezed, so imagine growing sales with constantly, that. right? Yeah. yeah, and he got so it's a, it's, a, it's it's funny. There's that's one of the things that's an industry that it looks simple, but it's not. People mm-hmm. are like, yo, it's addictive. People buy it anyway. Nah, they might no, not, no, and they're not necessarily buy the illegal cigarettes <laughs> and all kinds of things, right? So, but I looked at it and I'm saying after after talking to him, seeing the guy on Twitter, and I thought eh, it's an okay buy. Like I. It's at, at eight dollars. I think it has a PE of eleven. Mm-hmm. At eleven point zero nine, at eight dollars. But I mean, if you if you have big money, and Curious is a great heavy dividend payer. That yeah. I, I will say that their mm-hmm. dividend. I spoke about JC have a, having a great dividend last year, four percent. The year Carreras' dividend last year was seven point six percent, seven point six three percent. That's right? money, money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barita's dividend last year because of the first big buy was thirteen mm. percent. Oh, yeah, tell me. yeah. So Cornerstone, Cornerstone Express Catering ECL, yeah, I like their dividends also thirteen uh-huh. percent, and and they pay their dividends in US dollars. And SVL, SVL's dividends, SVL no, that's what you doing then at Europe. Okay, that's very smart. <laughs> SVL's dividend, it well, last year was seven. Point zero three percent the year before. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. That's what you're doing. I'm not connect those dots of people. That's very good. That's 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 very very good. Uh, Salada had a good dividend also. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I own any more Salada stocks. I did own some before. They're going through a rough time right now. I'll just jump right into that. We had a nice little idea in mind how we go through this episode going away. It's not going that way. But it's market talk. I hope you guys like market talk. Salada had a nice dividend. Of nine point three percent. Again, I don't believe in dividends, mm-hmm. so that's not why I'd buy them. But at thirty three dollars, their PE is seventeen, mm-hmm. which yeah, that's an okay PE. But they're going through some trouble now, so yeah, the business yeah, is yeah. good. Business is good, yeah. Business is good. I don't. Uh, business is good. <laughs> yeah, the business is good. They're having some stress, I think, from Jackra. Yeah. The the Jackra is. Uh, I tell people that Jackra is the Jamaica Agricultural. Commodities Regulation Authority. Authority. Essentially, they're the guys who tell companies what they can or can do if they're involved in any crop grown in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, I have I think, it I think, or I think it's a certain group of crops. Certain kinds of crops and things that we have an, industri- uh, an interest in. Definitely mm-hmm. coffee, coffee. Blue Mountain Coffee is definitely mm-hmm. one. And Jackra can, can, can tell you, they can levy assess. Assess, yeah, assess, on, so assess on coffee. Yeah. The coffee beans coming in. So import, mm-hmm. they were assess on that. So they're trying to make Jamaican coffee more competitive there within we go. the space. Yeah. So what they do is that they do a tax on anything coming in that mm-hmm. they care about that what they want to grow local. Mm-hmm. So you know everybody else go, can you imagine ginger come? Uh, here's one that I've always heard. Um onions. Onion. Mm-hmm. They were import onion from China. Can you <laughs> imagine that? Right? So Jackra's job is to try and make local onion agricultural so, production mm-hmm. really good and really lucrative and they do that two ways one mm-hmm. i'm sure they help the farmers blah 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 Definitely. but the other thing that they do is that they can put a tax mm-hmm. on that product coming in from somewhere else so they can say okay chinese onions i'm so sorry china but chinese onions cost a dollar mm-hmm. a pound for every pound of chinese onions mm-hmm. okay and jamaican onions cost two dollars a pound mm-hmm. so for every pound of chinese onions that you bring in, you have to pay a $3 tax. Mm-hmm. So now a pound of Chinese onions costs cost $4. $4, $1 and $3 tax. And, and Jackra gets that $3 mm-hmm. themselves, right? Um, so it's now $4. And obviously, into, if you know, it's simple numbers. No, they've no made Chinese onions cost a lot more than Jamaican onions, mm-hmm. which should naturally turn you towards Jamaican, Jamaican onions. Cost. 
everything I want to do, better I go Jamaican. Buy because it's going to be cheaper. Because they've made it into the, the one that was cheaper before, but coming from external sources, they made it mm. cheaper for you to use the local one by making the, the, the cheaper external one more yep. expensive, right? Now, use that example for coffee. So for coffee... US was cheaper, there's a cess on it, yeah. and it brought the price up. So Jamaican, yeah. it... Jackra did the same thing. Jackra put a, a assess, assess is a fancy word for tax. I said tax. I hear legally assess is not a tax. The lawyers mm. know why that is. I don't know. I care. In my mind, it's a tax. tax yeah. So assess is a tax that they put on it. So what they did is they put a tax on coffee that's not grown in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And I believe Salada uses only 30% of Blue Mountain coffee. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 30%. 70%. 30 70. And 70% is imported. It's imported. And now they have to pay yeah, a tax on pay that. Pay a tax on that. And... Jacker, I think they told them that they have to change the mix, 20%. So I, want, I deliberately separated those two points because yeah, recently there was a Gleaner article about those two points. Yeah, so it's 2018, um, they want to move to the instant coffee mix. They want to change the formula. Yeah, so right. I'll break that down for people deeply. Um, first thing, the cess. So the cess that, that, that Jacker put on them was uh, on, on coffee, and I'll give you the actual number is uh, it said something like it ranges up to i think the max is two us dollars and 40 cents per kilogram of coffee beans that they import i don't know what that works with in the coffee industry all i know is that it it um it it causes overseas coffee to be more expensive than mm -hmm. local coffee but i gather coming from salada that local coffee quality this is blasphemy oh, yeah. this, the quality isn't up to the standard that the they standard would, yeah. yeah and i know that local coffee is really expensive mm -hmm. i know i think everybody know that don't you, you go anywhere you see i like it's stupid a blue mountain coffee mm -hmm. is stupidly stupid expensive yeah, yeah man they're like top level coffees in the world that aren't as expensive as blue mm -hmm. mountain coffee uh what this means for salada though is that jacra has put a fee on one of their input costs their raw materials mm -hmm. and so now it is more expensive for them to make the same mm -hmm. product now usually like when you do in jamaican bb you can just put that onto the price and send it to Jamaican. Mm -hmm. But this, this amount is so much higher yep. that they can't really do it. And moreover, they also, they do a little bit of exporting, mm -hmm. but they can't, they can't, they, they can't export because the cess is so heavy. They say mm -hmm. that they have already paid out. I don't want to get it wrong. They say that they have already paid out. Uh, I want to get the numbers right. Um, I don't want you guys to have my pregnant pause. That's a radio thing I learned about on Wikipedia. <laughs> they paid out 70 million mm -hmm. um, since uh, the charges from them on them from Jacra started in March 2018 mm -hmm. and between March 2018 and August 2019 at least according to this article they, they paid out 70 million Jamaican dollars to the regulator and what that means also in terms of them in terms of profit to them this the profit has slipped, slipped. Recently, yeah, I'll, I'll get to the profit numbers. Recently, I'll get mm -hmm. to it because they blame it on that. Says, but yeah. the second point, which I stopped here on earlier, I'll let you know is that Jackra also can tell you how much coffee you are, or how much your local product mixes is local coffee. Mm -hmm. And currently, they use Salada uses 30%. 30 percent, 30, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, was it no, they had 20, 20, 80, and Jackra is telling them to go up to 30, so 30 percent local coffee, I think. So mm -hmm. they're trying to put more local coffee in it, so they're the 20, yeah, 20 percent local. 80% international. No, they want them to up the US, the local to 30%. Yeah, and the deadline on doing that was like, the, 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 it's it's so funny. The deadline on doing that was 
I know it passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it passed, man. Yeah, I think it, it passed. It passed, yeah. It was, I, my man, I think my it was about half year. June, but I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, end of June. Are you correct? I think it was yeah. in quarters. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, whenever it was. But th- that rule saying that you have to raise from 20% to 30%, that's a big deal now because now I'm telling you how you have to make your product. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying you have to increase... You have to you have to increase something that you're buying at twenty percent. You have to increase mm-hmm. that cost by. This is going to be confusing for people who don't like math. Mm-hmm. The thing that you're paying for from Jamaica to make your part of your product, the cost on that is going to go up fifty percent mm-hmm. because while it's only twenty percent of the overall mix, they're telling them to move it from twenty percent to thirty percent. And the difference between those two and a math level, just trust. If you don't trust me, trust Danai. It's good math. Yeah, it's a 50% increase on the Jamaican side of things. And the Jamaican side of things is expensive. And they also have a concern with taste. Yes. Coffee is sold to taste. You buy coffee because you like how it tastes. You might buy this coffee, this brand, because you like how it tastes, but you don't like it. Next brand selling the same or competing product, Mm -hmm. and you don't like it because their beans taste different or something. If you change the blend, then you change yeah. the taste. Yeah, so yeah. that will affect their market. Yeah, man. And you know it goes, Jamaicans will know it already. Here we just pick up KFC all ago. As much as I said that sometimes make me sick, if KFC was to ever change them, I mean, eleven herbs and spices. I know somebody saying, Well, they did change it back in the area. I mean, at some point they change it, but like right now, they can't just lightly change mm-hmm. it. Cause it's a big deal, it's big how deal. your product is made. So for Jacker to do this, it's like a big I've been wondering how they're going to what get out of the new yeah. But well, they did say they were going to t- Start import importing hundred percent Blue Mountain coffee. Well, like I'm importing export, 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 yeah, exporting hundred so percent Blue Mountain coffee. Yes, they they did so say they that they want a new product so diversify, mm-hmm. which is good for companies. But not not necessarily for the investment portfolio, but uh, for companies or the diversifying their diverse in- income, streams. income streams. Yeah, and I'm yeah. always for that. So That's cool. That's multiple yeah, income man. streams. Multiple that income diversification <laughs> is good. Yeah, and you know it goes. This is. That's proper risk mitigation. Boy, mm. if this something happened in this side, I'm making money dead. on this side. Yeah. Shareholder getting them value saved. Yeah. And and that's good for Salada. So Salada's response to keep Salada. So they did multiple things. One, they started to buy oh, local yeah, coffee. Oh, buying more from lo- yeah. local coffee. Yeah, I know. I think at one point they said they bought like 25,000 boxes. But mm. I don't know what that means I in terms know, of I, product. Yeah, yeah. I don't know really. And when I see that number parted so much, I know somebody in PR wrote it because it sounds good. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sounds good to the people who needed to know. Yeah. And I'm happy for that. Mm-hmm. I know, as you've said, they've also said they're going to launch uh, um, they're going to launch uh, 100% Blue Mountain Coffee. That's, yeah. So, and export it. Export it. And that's, export that's that. to Jamaica in so many ways. Yes. Because farmers, Jamaican farmers mm-hmm. will now be selling to Salada who is buying for their product 100, 100% local coffee. Ah. Uh, Ah, okay. So it's straight, it's straight, straight. being a buying from you. Straight yeah, that's good. That's good. And I'm wondering if they've found like some legal room, or maybe that's like a, 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 some compromise between them and Jacker. Yeah, I haven't heard about it. I haven't heard about the the the, the, the mandate to to twenty percent, twenty or thirty percent. And I checked even the article where they spot they talk about hundred percent. There's no mention of the Jacker twenty percent or the Jacker thirty percent mandate. Oh yeah. And anytime I see things like that, suddenly um. Fall. I shouldn't say that there is something in there. there is something. I'm looking for it just now. <laughs> yeah, let me not let me not get in trouble. Let me let me read it verbatim verbatim from the Jamaica Gleaner. So the article is from the Jamaica Gleaner. It is fresh. It's Friday, August twenty third in the Financial Gleaner, and it says I'll just read the, the important oh, yeah. section. Jamaican, Jamaican coffee is still more expensive than US after the cess. Oh yeah, but no, he said, my stop it. I think somebody sent me a picture once of like all the coffees all for day. sale, uh-huh. and it's like. Five dollars, three dollars, five dollars, three dollars. And there's a pile that. in the middle. <laughs> and at the top, Blue Mountain Coffee, hundred dollars a bag. Mm-hmm. US. That's it. No question. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, 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 no, no, it's, no, man, I mean, for Salada, Salada, but when they're buying coffee, yeah, process, they mm-hmm. still pay more for the Jamaican than the US. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's imported crazy. coffee is good. So, so the, it's, 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 it's good for the company. It's a good, yeah, it says, it's, 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 it's not really good for the company. You know what? Right. I'm a coffee drinker, people. I, I don't, you drink coffee? No. I drink coffee. I enjoy coffee. Um, like, I, I drink coffee black mm-hmm. or, or black with sugar. Mm-hmm. So I like coffee. And I've had coffee from all over the world. I've Costa Rica. Funny thing about coffee. Every single country that does coffee claims that theirs is the best in oh, the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the very first time I was in, I think I was in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Like 10 years ago. And, and they brought out some Costa Rica coffee. And like, you should try this. It's the best in the world. So, first, I'm the Jamaican there. And Costa Ricans are, I'm not getting international. They're, they're, they, they are not black. Well, they're not black people, right? Mm-hmm. And worse, I'm there. I'm not around black people. They're cool people. I'm always comfortable in the room, but. You're telling me that it's the best in the world. I'm a Jamaican. My face start makeup same time. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. We go. You have a blue mountain here. <laughs> so, so they, so they say. I know you have to say it's the best in the world. So I tasted. It's good. It was good coffee. Mm. Cannot them. A virgin was there, and he's from Colombia, and he's like, no, 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 no. Vex. When I say vex, you know, and the man <laughs> vex. The next day, the man come. With, he, I don't remember go find it. This is Colombian coffee, Brandon. You have to have some because they're saying it's the best in the world. Colombian coffee is also pretty good, mm-hmm. right? And Nicaraguan was there that day. And he's like, no, but he had his coffee same time. Have some of this one. He's had a Nicaraguan coffee. All three of them are saying that their coffee is the best in the world. And all of them have, look on this website. And that is thing to show that theirs is the best best in the the world. (laughs) And I was so surprised. I'm like, you're wrong. It's Jamaican Blue Mountain Coffee. (laughs) But but obviously, Uh everybody uses that to sell. My point is, though, what the most expensive in the world not the most, but definitely but one of the most expensive yeah, is, is Jamaica Blue Mountain Coffee. And I've heard from coffee people that, you know, it's been questioned mm-hmm. you know, as to how good it is. So I say all that to say that it's, it is really going to hit Salada yeah, definitely. hard. And I think it has been hitting them. The profit slipped 10% because of the new requirements, which is funny. So there's a lot in that 10% the slip, right? The profit 10%? Yeah, uh, year on year. Yeah. I think quarter on quarter, year on year. the boiler room thing. So yeah. No, no, no. But, but I think, didn't they just have some fresh numbers? They just dropped fresh numbers. Yeah, the boiler. They, they took a loss in the boiler, co- in the boiler quarter, you know. And uh, they, they dropped on sales in that quarter. So it came uh, Sales are... are um, profit, definitely. They had, profit? they had a loss in the boiler room quarter. Right. So that impacts what the year on year looks like. The gross profit is what slipped 10%. But even the, yeah, but yeah. Remember the boiler room still affected them because they True, selling but product. Cost of sales went up from 456 to 503. That don't necessarily mean nothing. Oh, yes. Yeah, that don't necessarily mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Just in that way. It's not so that thing. But the, the boiler room thing is, mar- a big is a deal. thing there. Right? The gross profit margin. No, the no. Yeah, gross profit mar- margin, that might say something. Yeah, I don't want to speak exclude, too much because I don't. I would exclude the boiler room quarter. Yeah. You know what? Let me be complete. If I'm doing this thing, let me do it properly. I'm going to bring up the, the, um, the, the Salada numbers so I'm not talking crap. All right, so I have the, number in, the numbers in front of me now, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're saying Salada is, as at the nine months that ended June 30th, which is the latest thing they've reported, their revenue has gone up from 266 mm-hmm. in June 2018. That's three months. That's three months. Yeah, and I do that deliberately for the quarter. So versus two, oh, okay, 275 um, for this June 2019. Yep. Um, and the gross profit however, has fallen from 101. Oh, so margins are worse. Yeah. Because yeah. of? Cost of sales. And, and cost they, of sales is heavier. Right and they're including, I think they included, I could be wrong, but I think they included jacker fees in cost of sales. Mm. Yeah. Well, no. If you're forced to buy more local coffee and it's more expensive, mm. yeah, the cost of sales definitely sales they go up. Yeah, so yeah. even if the jacker fee isn't included mm. there. Yeah. Um, I don't know which line it's in. I'm sure somebody knows that they're proven. That's why I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. But that, 
this is good because well it's not good it's good for jack it's good for i don't know how good this is for jamaica because there's one point in the in the article that they said something that i don't like it reminds me of the 90s where they're saying that essentially they'd consider moving some production oh, yeah, overseas, overseas because if they're I forced to thinking that's good for the company but yeah, but it's not good, good for, for the country. It's not good for the farmers. It's not good for anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Jackra holding hard into the point mm-hmm. where people suffering. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's go back to every, so everything Jackra is working for is yeah. reversed. Yeah, there's like a pyrrhic victory. Like they might they might win the battle of you. Or you have to pay us yeah, this. Lose the war because coffee farmers get duped now. Exactly, and and companies do that, guys. That, that reminds me of something I said on Twitter. Totally unrelated. When I saw this guy talking about BPO was a farm in a, a union. Oh yeah. I don't. I understand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I feel if I, I know that some BPOs can be terrible. Some some uh-huh. people get treated terribly. Mm-hmm. But you can't kill the golden calf because something wrong with one eight foot. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, BPOs so. will leave. Yeah, yeah will li- and, and you know what? It's the easiest job to leave Jamaica mm-hmm. because like my brethren runs one, and he, I, it comes down to this. I say I'm a, a exec in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I get a call. Ah. Uh, my B, well, remember this, you know, is let's say Amazon, for example, mm-hmm. right? Amazon doesn't have people in call centers in Jamaica. Amazon has a relationship to with a, a, call, center a call center in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and then call center employees are on the Amazon account, mm-hmm. right? Now, if the, that call center company in Jamaica <laughs> has to pay its workers more, more? it's costing Amazon more. No, no, what, what they'll have to charge Amazon more in no, order to be. Yeah, remember that thing that Danai mentioned maybe 30 minutes ago where he said if the revenue that you're bringing in is not more than the cost of that revenue, then you don't have a business. Yeah. So if the cost comes up, because BPOs don't run on b- very big margins, they run on mm. very thin margins. Yeah, I expect so. Yeah, man, thin, thin margins. So if, if, if they have to pay their workers more, they have to charge Amazon more. Mm-hmm. And the second. And Amazon pays attention to what's happening there, and and some of I think some of their people might be actually get good benefits all of that blah blah, blah mm-hmm. when you're on the account down here, right? But the second they hear about um, unionizing, they they, they have procedures <laughs> in place. They have corporate procedures that when unionizing happen, it it stops immediately. People who don't know what that is, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see me talk about a show named um, Succession. Watch episode two of the latest season of Succession, season two, episode two. Look what happens. So there, there's a company there where, where um, unionizing was just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Just watch what happens in those. There's a, it's mentioned in one scene. There's another scene. And then there's a third scene. Just watch what happens in those three scenes. That's a very, 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 very realistic thing in the American context. In the Jamaican context, how it happens is you unionize. I get a call at my office in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, we have a league because it's legal, right? Le- mm-hmm. Unions are legal. Like you can't stop people from joining a union legally in Jamaica, mm-hmm. by the way. So people form, we're a union country. So if, if people form a union and they're employees, you have a raise the cost. You have to tell people. If at Randy Rowe, I don't want to say Randy Rowe, at Evil Person Incorporated in America, mm-hmm. the phone rings, employee picks up and hear unionize in Jamaica. Okay, I'll get back to you. Boom. Pick up on our call. We have a union situation in Jamaica. All right, what's, what, what does our um, contingency plan say? Uh, we, we, what's the cost increase? Cost increase for Jamaica is 25%. Okay. What's our contingency plan A cost? 3%. Boom, 3%. You know what 3% might be? That might be India. Mm-hmm. And you know how they move the cars from Jamaica to India? One click. One click. The, <laughs> phone, the phone literally rings in Jamaica. No. And just one click. And it just, just rings in anymore. India. 
That's it. So somebody here, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Johnny, and you're pretending that you're not in Montego Bay, mm-hmm. and suddenly it's, hi, I'm, well, I, I hear you kind of voices. I want that Indian voice, but it's an Indian guy in India mm-hmm. pretending to be somebody else, and that's it. It's that simple. You can lose a BPO job. It is the easiest industry to kill, and the easiest way to kill it is to unionize. I'm not telling people not to unionize. I think that things should happen. I think that there should be I feel some responsibility since I said I know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, 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 was, I was waiting on it because yeah, yeah, you'll have to clarify. Yeah, yeah, because hey, I'll hear otherwise. Yeah, I'm not against unions at all. I'm a product of, I spent years at Carreras. Carreras is good because, um, I mean, I'm a, I, I was in a union and Carreras was not unionized. It was post-union. Mm-hmm. There was only one person there who, who was in a union at the time. So it's not that, they're post-union. I learned a lot about unions there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, even post-union, you keep a lot of the benefits that the unions had. So one mm-hmm. of the reasons why careers has such a strong um, compensation package is because you're benefiting on the things that the unions did. So I'm not against mm-hmm. unions, against right? Unions, but I understand that like, if, if I have to pick between unions or the entire BPO industry in Jamaica, I'm going to pick the entire the BPO, BPO industry, industry every time. Because I, need, I, I want us Jamaicans to have the money. And I always try to bring it back home. So make it personal. Mm-hmm. You start a business, yeah, and you hire some guys, right? Mm. And those guys say, "Boy, we need some pay increase." You give them pay increase, and you're no longer profitable. profitable. Yeah. You're losing money on an ongoing basis. But business, the business doesn't make sense anymore, yeah. and you have a shutdown. That's really it. And then those same guys who, because you're paying them, you can mm-hmm. be in profit. You can't be in profit. They're not all out of a job. Oh yeah. No, imagine that across Jamaica. Yeah. BPO so that's business in general. So yeah. Businesses they don't run up, they don't run away from these things. As I said, unions operate on BPOs operate on slim margins. Very so that slim. means paying more to everybody they have is a problem. Yeah. Because they're going to us and the boy, the man that they started BPO invest all in pocket money and make it happen. Then he's in us now. So um Yeah. So he's stopping business. Of course, yeah. Stop and business then, stop. And then know all the people who wanted that union for things to be better for them. Out of a job. Are now out of a job, right? And and that that has happened in the past in Jamaica. So not discouraging anybody from trying to form unions or anything. No, but I want them to understand. understand what what it is. What, yeah. it, it, right, so I, I say I feel some responsibility in in terms of like saying what I think should happen. I think certainly there should there should be a lobby group. Mm-hmm. I think there should be a, maybe a. It sounds funny, not a union, but an industry association for the the BPOs. BPOs. I don't mean people who own BPOs because I'm sure there is one already. I think BPIH or something like that. But for the workers, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that should lobby the government heavily <clears throat> and have the government put certain standards in place for the BPO mm-hmm. industry and make it heavy, make it enforceable, mm-hmm. right? But it can't be stop short of being a union because unions will kill the industry. Mm-hmm. And you, when you lose the industry, all the same people that you wanted to help are now hungry. You have yeah. to think about that. That's like that's like that's like when you that's like if you you, you have a child and you, you say yo you're hungry and the child hungry and somebody diss you mm-hmm. or you don't like this person or them offer any money. Yeah, you're not taking the money because you're on <laughs> <laughs> weekends, so you don't want it, right? But your child is hungry. Uh-huh. And so you don't take the money and you and your child are starvation. I'm so sorry to carry it there for that darkness. But I don't, I don't want, to, I don't want to, to carry to that darkness, but it's that sort of thing. So now you've won the pride game, but you have lost the life game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to happen with the BPO. I don't want us to get to the point where you know, we have to treat our workers because we should. Mm-hmm. I believe that Definitely. completely. People should be treated like humanely people. and well, right? We should treat how you want to be treated. But we can't lose everything because of that fight. You have to put that fight in its place and fight it sensibly mm-hmm. or you can end up losing everything. 
Um, but going back, going back to the Salada point, the numbers up in front of me, you know, and I made my little point about BPOs and how I, I don't hate unions, but Salada, in their nine-month report, in the June thirtieth, as you say, then mm -hmm. I they have lower margins, gross profit margins. Mm -hmm. um, and on the profit line, however, they do have an increase in profit for this quarter. Mm -hmm. 60.4 million versus 56.6 million. So they're increasing even though they have had even trouble. Though, yeah. yeah, that means that corporations have really been, been brought to a good point. And on the nine-month basis, however, they don't. Mm -hmm. In nine months last year, they made 136.9 million. In this year, nine months, they made 114.14 million. I think they're blaming yeah. that completely on Jakra. Jakra, yeah. Yeah, they, they are blaming that on Jakra. And I don't know if they're wrong, but I know that I don't want Salada to move production overseas. As a Salada shareholder, you will make more money if they do that. As a Jamaican, it, it, it yeah, hurts too many of it us. Hurts yeah, it hurts the economy. Yeah, so I'd rather Jakra find an equitable solution. But let me stay out of that big fight, right? I, <laughs> that's, that's it as far as I'll touch that fight. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else that you liked in the market then, eh? uh, currently, like this uh, week? I like. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go attack Jam T again. It's, yeah. <laughs> What's happening I still like it, but... No, same, same QWI, but... Last two episodes, I think, I mentioned Jam T as what I liked in the market. So mm -hmm. let me find somewhere else. No, it's all right if you like it. Still, no, it's well, people I like it, definitely. But <laughs> I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about Wickton. They... Mm. Mm, interesting, because Wigton is is some people think it's way ahead. I know some people think it's a it's not it's not a viable concern. Oh yeah, yeah. Some people think it's a failing company. Um, other people think it's, which I think is a more a more common thought. Uh, other people think that Wigton is currently, like if they're priced, they're mm -hmm. priced well. Where they are yeah. now is where they are. Because right. I came in at fifty cents. People are on Wigton right now. As we're speaking, Wigton is currently valued at ninety seven cents per share, almost a yeah. dollar. The PE on that. Just for mm. clarity, it's 14.3. Mm. Mm. What you thought, of, what, what you think of where they are? I was now? looking at the recent numbers. Uh -huh. They made the double the bottom line. Ooh, bottom line is a profit. Profit, and profit yeah, yeah. So double profit. And if you look at the audited financials mm -hmm. that they posted right before, they, yes, they're lower than last year. The mm -hmm. profit is lower than last year. But if you if you look, if you calculate what they had for the fourth quarter, yeah. you realize that a lot of that isn't from. They got a lot of gains from the refinancing of the debt. Yes. So they're saving. So both the last two quarters they posted, the fourth quarter and the first quarter, mm -hmm. there's a lot of savings. So in the fourth quarter during doing the IPO, say I increased expenses, and you can see where they made a loss from that. They, they made a loss in the quarter, I believe. And that's not from the. So the debt would the debt help the refinancing of the debt really help them, but the operations were. Brought home because of the expenses. All right, let me let me hit that and uh, let me explain some of that for some people. So the debt, just to give some people some context, um, the the Wigton, quick side note, Wigton is a government thing. Everybody shouldn't go to because there's so much heavy ads done. But mm -hmm. while they were still owned by the government and the people of Jamaica via the government, um, they they got money from PDSVA, which is Venezuela essentially. Um, Venezuela used to give us cheap money. I, I guess people knew that Venezuela was getting in trouble. They knew what, something was happening, and I guess the government also knew that they wanted to push Wigton out onto the market and to the, the Jamaican people. So what they did before they did before they moved the, the IPO was that they refinanced the debt. I mean, pretty much they go locally, borrow the money, and pay off the Venezuela loan. 
Mm-hmm. But now, Venezuela alone was in US dollars. US dollars. Then, so whenever the US dollars rise, then you would see where they book an expense. Because I borrowed money mm-hmm. and it's now worth. The money I borrowed mm-hmm. is now. No, I borrowed money and the, the money I'm supposed to pay back is now more than the money I borrowed. Yes. So I borrowed 100 US. Uh, 100 Jamaican, say, and I have to pay back 120. Yeah. So essentially, yeah, they, they borrow 100, they borrow 100 US when the rate was like 189. Mm-hmm. And then I have to pay it back now, same amount, you know, in terms of 100 US, when I have to pay it back at 135. Yeah. And they make money in Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> so, so you know how that goes. So yeah, they, 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 they change exchange rate. Yeah, and, and they get hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it was hitting them hard. Yeah. So where they refinance it, but they put that into Jamaican dollars, mm-hmm. and so they don't have that fluctuation bothering them anymore. Yeah. So you know when we go and say, "Boy, the dollar gone up," yeah, they're recursing too, and yeah, but for them it was uh, heavy, heavy, and, and then it would be <laughs> us because it was owned, it was by, the owned by the government. So, so it was yeah, but now it's owned by the people of Jamaica. Well, it's so owned by the shareholders, and it's paying taxes. Yeah, so there we go, and the government and the got five more, million for it. <laughs> they have better profit. So you see, I hear, say, I tell you, say them double profit. Well, they paid more taxes this year then. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you said that, like, their, their thing, because their, their sales went up, right? Mm, the sales went up. And they only have one customer. One so customer. what I mean, sales going up a week then means that they sold, sold JPS more, yeah. more energy. That's core operations. I mean, that the core operations mm-hmm. went up. No, it's not went a lot. Up. It moved up from 2.356 billion to 2.447 billion. If you want the numbers on that, that's 2.447 is the most recent number. That's how much they made this year. Because that's the entire year numbers. Mm-hmm. And last year they made 2.356 billion Jamaican dollars. Uh, and that's almost, I don't know if that's one, that's less than 1%, I mm-hmm. feel like. No, that's not 1%. I am calculating wrong. That's 3.9%, roughly. Mm-hmm. 3.8%. At a company, a Wigton size, 3.8% is noticeable. Yeah. And it's a one customer thing, so you mm-hmm. know how it goes. People who keep saying to me that one of the reasons why Wigton isn't good is because they have one customer. Stop. Right. So, all right. that, that's how it goes in Jamaica. You can only sell electricity to Those, one person, yeah. JPS. And you have to get a whole heap of licensing and blah, 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 just to do that. Wigton is fine in terms of customers. They will never have more than one customer <laughs> unless... Well, I can't they, say unless they, the government changed because... They even mentioned it. They mentioned, they mentioned something in the news recently. It was a single was customer thing? I don't know. No, I'm, yeah, they said they... see it on the report or in the news, something about diversifying where they might end up at a point where they might have more than one customer. It's not less than JPS. Oh, more yes. Than one I noticed that. I noticed that. It's great. You know what I think they'll do? This is my assumption here. Um, I think that they'll go into that thing where, okay, so legally, like I can have solar on my land mm-hmm. and run a line to uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's literally, that's, that's jail work. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong, but I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm also not an investment analyst and neither is the I. But you and I can buy solar in my yard mm-hmm. and at that point it's okay for me to give you solar because I'm not giving you solar it's your There's solar, solar. your own piece uh-huh. of it too, right? And I think Wigton might be open I just it's a business idea in my mind to doing solar farms for certain companies mm-hmm. or wind farms for certain companies on request, on demand so let's say a Grace for example have like a plant mm-hmm. and Wigton comes in sets up solar on their, their area on, on a piece of land that them have and puts that factory on solar. Mm-hmm. Now, Wigton 
owns that solar, owns solar. but grace also has to own mm-hmm. the solar mm-hmm. because they can't remember you can't buy it but mm-hmm. if it's yours it's yours and then maybe Wigton just has a maintenance fee or whatever but at this point it's income it's diversified or income yeah even it's a lease i'm leasing you the solar on your property there so we I put go. the solar there and you lease it from me yeah you're not paying for light but you're paying for the in, this thing is installed on your property you're paying you're paying for usage to own that's so, you're that's so complicated. You're it. You, do they give them energy from that? Yeah. But you can't give energy. Energy you know, can't cross energy. a street line. All right, so a, a, a line unless you own it. No, if man. You, so I, I put I put my my thing in uh-huh. your yard. Okay. And you operate on your house. You attach to your house, everything on, and you pay me a lease. For the equipment. The equipment. I'm gonna have to read the energy thing, but that might that's good. So they could they could do that. That's that's uh, that's diversification. Of course, they can also go solar. They mm-hmm. can they can go with MPC, clean Caribbean, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that there's there's synergies there. I don't ever um, talk about those two, but yeah, even water because in, in Wigton's prospectus they broke out the price points of each of the things. Each yeah, of those yeah, renewables. and hydroelectricity is hydro is the cheapest one. Yes, and it is. The cheaper you are, then the more JPS want it because yeah. I'm paying less for the electricity. There we go. And JPS has a mandate to take cheaper than oil mm-hmm. and it helps the country because for every kilowatt hour that is generated mm-hmm. from a renewable thing it's x amount of barrels of oil that we don't have to import mm-hmm. so it helps the import bill also it helps our exchange rate it helps so many things <laughs> so yeah yeah, things. yeah but yeah, again wigton is a failing company right? uh-huh. anyway <laughs> <laughs> um but, but the, what was good was that we're looking on on them making more money this year and mm-hmm. the comprehensive income is what because we turn this though the comprehensive income don't look that great, you know. This is wrong. Am I looking at the wrong thing? Yeah, you're looking at the wrong thing. Look at June. June. The March. The March no. shows the March shows, shows the, the year the, and the year. End. So guys, so ignore the, all the numbers. I just told you I was looking at the wrong I was looking at the wrong thing. That's on me. Um, I was looking at the year-end numbers, for Wigton, which a lot of people looked at and thought it was bad. So the price oh, dipped. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It went yeah, all the way back down to like... Thousand profit, yeah, five hundred million profit on that. But it's not really working. It's a drop because it was on twenty eighteen. Mm. They made seven hundred and seventy five point five million Jamaican dollars in profit, mm-hmm. and in twenty nineteen, their year end because their year ended in in March twenty nineteen, they made five hundred and seventy three point four. So that's five seventy three point four versus a year before seven seventy five point five. Right. Pay attention to the numbers in the prospectus. They yeah. are it's a nine month statement. Audited nine months. If you compare every line item, then you find out how much they made in the quarter. And yes, I still were at, they're at a loss on quarter, but you can see where they're making the gains it will tell you they make in the foreign exchange where they're refinancing it. Yeah, you sound like you actually pay attention to the reports then. I, yeah, it's not like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like some people would, they should. Would, I, I think no, they should. No, but the I first mean, quarter. Tell you, tell you that I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're just talking, so you just start trade with it. You don't know nothing. Um, <laughs> the first quarter financial. You mm-hmm. are correct. They talk about how much production is, and they made they, they produce roughly two million kilowatt hours more mm-hmm. electricity. Two point nine yeah. percent change upward. So that I mean, core operations mm-hmm. went up by two point nine percent. And again, their operations can't waste anything. They make is sold it's to JPS, yeah. right? Uh, I won't talk about EPS because there was some move. There was a movement in the share price, in the share price yeah. but in terms of net profit, straight up net profit in the first quarter. So we're looking at the first quarter now first fresh quarter of mm-hmm. a new year as a new company with less debt last year first quarter they made 174.7 million jamaican dollars and this year's first quarter they made 366.4 million 
Jamaican yep. dollars. That's a difference of 109.8%. And the main contributor was refinancing of the debt. Mm. Not not FX as in cash mm. held. But not cash just held. the fact that just I no longer have to pay I this. I no longer have to pay this heavy. US dollar debt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Wow. And so that's going that's going forward. Yeah, and I think so people see it. I, exactly. So it's not a one off thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's in a people are paying attention. It's not a one off thing. Mm-hmm. Wigton, I won't say they don't have seasonality because mm-hmm. everything has seasonality. Yeah. yeah. But the first quarter, April to June, mm-hmm. you know what that is not? That is not summer. <laughs> oh yeah. That is not everybody have them AC on. That is not people come from foreign. Uh-huh. That's not more tourists here. Mm-hmm. That's not summer. So July, August, September, hot narrative mm-hmm. right now is is physically hot. I like mm-hmm. it is so hot. Right? <laughs> people have AC have run all the time. Where we are right now, mm-hmm. Bam is sitting and him have a fan maybe twelve inches away from him face. I don't know him living like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe right? and it don't have a, it doesn't have anything around the blades. It's dangerous. But <laughs> that's that is energy being used, right? Mm-hmm. Wigton is, in my humble, non-qualified, unqualified opinion, going to have to produce more energy in this quarter mm-hmm. than they did in the last. And can they really scale production? There's because a limit they, to production. They, yeah, they get what it. They, they get told how much to produce, and then oh, after yeah. that, yeah, they get told. Well, JPS asks for a certain amount and there might be times when jps under pressure oh yeah and i'm saying yo we need more and and there's 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 a i i'm not an expert the experts are listening to this mm-hmm. and they know better here's my amateur view of it my, my non-qualified unqualified view of it there is a band within which they can scale up now there's a limit mm-hmm. if every single um yeah, wind turbine is spinning all the time and, and they're buying all of it then then you're not getting the, then there's a limit to which they can produce mm-hmm. after which they're going to have to have new wind turbines but i don't think they're at that limit yet and little things like that look how look how much the difference between um between the production the 2.9 percent mm-hmm. it seems small but when you don't have as much debt to pay that's a big big deal right mm-hmm. and the availability percentage wise uh they said in last year the availability 86.7 percent if you're looking at the the, the financials it's mm-hmm. 88.66 percent and in the first quarter of June, the first quarter of this year, it's 97% mm-hmm. availability. That's, yeah, that says that, yo, this thing have to run, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, we can't talk about Wigton and not talk about the big deal that came up the other day on Twitter. Um, in fact, a friend of mine from years ago, from my early career as days, actually messaged, she, well, messaged, she tweeted at me. And she's so intelligent, I've always, not, like, I don't respond to her tweet yet, it's days later. And I said, I'm going to respond to it. Mm-hmm. But it's just in the back of my mind, I need to respond to it. But what she was saying was, she was talking about the, Concerns that John Jackson raised in his IC oh. Insider article mm-hmm. about Wigton. What was it? What was the name of that that article? An IC Insider. Wig, it made Wigton ugliness. Some, I think you said. Yeah, Wigton's ugliness needs to be um, sorted out or some some something like that. Yeah, one of those. Like, I don't want, I don't want to quote Mr. Jackson wrong. Um, I want to get it exactly right. I'm not seeing it. On it. You think him, him deleted? No. As one of you did it, but he didn't. The ugliness of Wigton demands action. action. That was it from August 18th from John Jackson. Um, the points, I won't read the whole article for you guys. One bore you. you can check it out on icinsider.com. If you care about stocks, you should look at that site also and everymichael.com. But yeah, you should look at icinsider. That's from John Jackson. Uh, he spoke about it. He said that the quarterly results for the first quarter suggest a bright future. Mm-hmm. 
outcome, but the reality is vastly different. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he writes, he writes it like, is he writes in a way that in my mind, I think I can hear him. It's vastly different. And his analysis of the results of historical data show that investors have been unwitting, have been unwittingly duped into believing that the earnings of the company had blasted off sharply. Blah, blah, blah. But nothing could be further from the truth. That's dangerous. He's walking close to the line. Mm. That might be defamatory. So we, we get a call. Because it says duped. Analysis of the results show shows clearly that investors have been unwittingly duped. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, that's strong. That's very strong. That's strong. Guys, I only act like I'm stupid. I, I know better most times, but that is dangerous. <laughs> anyway, um, the, the points he, he, he said in the article is essentially what we've said, that the numbers are good if you look on the numbers, but he was saying that there's more to it than that. Um, he's saying that on the prospectus, they didn't speak about seasonality. Seasonality means yeah. like... You, something happens more certain times for the year. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we know if you, let's say you sell cakes, you're going to sell more cake during Christmas, during the last part of the year. So, if you're a listed company that sells stuff like that, there are certain things that happen that side of the year. That's seasonality. Now, I don't know that a company has to tell you that, and I do know that there was evidence of seasonality, seasonality. in mm -hmm. the prospectus because I saw that myself. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that they have to tell you that it's seasonal, yeah. though. Um, I don't know that they did anything against the rules but john jackson is more qualified than i am and he knows a lot more and he has a lot more experience the second point that he made was that um showing showing a critic he said I, i'll quote him here and it's later on in article. he says a review of the prospectors provides no information about seasonality a critical bit of information that's missing i don't know how true that is john jackson but okay um and he said that he quotes one of the accounting things saying yeah. that seasonality, blah, blah, blah. But that thing doesn't say you have to. It says it encourages, encourages. disclosure. Encourages mm -hmm. mean uh, it's not law. I yeah. believe in law. Encourage is nice. The real thing is in the last paragraph <laughs> now. And I'm, I'm quoting John Jackson here. This isn't me. Uh, the shocking discovery is a composition of directors and shareholders of the company. I pause there and tell people something. So one thing that was very obviously missing from the prospectors was the board mm -hmm. there was no board in the prospectors yeah, it's, yeah, it it's not just where it's the only time i've ever seen that uh -huh. they didn't tell you who the board was and it passed i i'm so sad this industry yeah, it is very what, weird. Yeah, it's very very weird. weird and i i think i think they may have spoken about it in the fact that they're putting it together or it might have changed or something mm -hmm. i found it very weird i don't know the legality of it not that i'm saying this i'm going to have to go find out what's actually from where was that john jackson didn't say anything at the time Ah, and you know he, that he went through it, right? And he's usually one of the people that will speak up yeah, yeah, when he sees something lacking. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He's one of the people that the industry looks to to speak mm -hmm. up, actually, because it's a joke I've heard said before, and I've made a joke before, that if John Jackson don't find it, nobody, nobody don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and he has found things to his credit, right? Definitely. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, when I, I, I've gotten heat for speaking about SSL VCs and their, and their, their what I call... How do I say this now? I think they take the market for fools and they treat them like puppy shows. That's what I think. That's my personal opinion. Mm. All right? I don't think they're taking the market. That's not Danai's opinion. <laughs> That's Randy Rowe's opinion. All right? um, but I think that they're not taking the market seriously. They're not taking the people in the market seriously. And John Jackson and I had the only time where the only people I know were publicly saying that, yo, this is like a puppy show thing. No, John Jackson carried a lot more weight than me. So it went where it showed and things happened, mm. blah, blah, blah. I think when John Jackson... I have spoken... On Twitter, and I've tagged the JSC, and they don't say nothing about stupid, obvious things that they've done wrong that they need to fix, right? Mm -hmm. 
John Jackson tagged them on things and I saw a response written in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. They didn't address the things he spoke about, uh-huh. but they put a response right. and they said, we further to John Jackson, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So he gets a, he, ha- he carries that kind of weight. I say all that so you guys could understand what I say and what Dan I say. And John Jackson didn't notice it in the prospectus, but suddenly notices it months later. It's, it, it's noticeable that it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. But I will go back to reading his words. Again, these are John Jackson's words. People in authority should avoid conflicts of interest, full stop. The big question is, on what basis was the Wigton's prospectus approved that a board member of the Financial Services Commission shown as a director of the company and subsequently a shareholder? Mm -hmm. Judges cannot oversee cases involving themselves. To do so would be a huge conflict. And that's the end of the article. But what he's saying essentially at the end there is that when they did the prospectus, they didn't show that there's a guy from FSC's board, FSC's the Financial mm-hmm. Services Commission. Which didn't approves sh- IPOs. Which approves so IPOs. I think that's where and, the conflict comes. And oversees the financial markets in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're saying so he's implying here, I'm assuming he's implying that the 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 FSC the, the FSC member, a yeah, bo- so the a board member of the mm-hmm. FSC being a board member mm-hmm. of Wigton is a conflict of interest. Yes, no. Yeah. Nobody, we're not lawyers here. Mm-hmm. Just on your gut level, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see. I can see. I can see where it's homes like that. Uh, I, I, I can see where it. you think that. If you're not a lawyer, I can see where you think but that. I can see there, there's a lot of removal from uh, the situation. Right. So let's go second level now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are processes that can be put in place to stop conflicts okay. of interest. Yeah. There's Chinese walls. Especially in a FSC. Yes, there's Chinese walls. There's all sorts of things. Now, mm-hmm. the disclosure, the non-disclosure to me, I'm not knocking John Jackson. He's yeah. right on yeah. that. I, I, want I to really know. want to. Yeah, I want to know who the board, who's on the board of every single company. company listing, I, yeah. I can buy into. Yeah. I'm going to buy into. Everybody cares about that. Even people who don't know a lot about stocks mm-hmm. know that. They check the board. Yeah. Some people who buy stocks only buy based on that. They, they yeah. say, oh, he's, he, hear, he hear the conversation a lot. Yeah. Oh, there's a strong board. You know, there's a strong board. Strong I heard board. that a lot for um. I won't call that company. I heard that a lot for a lot of companies mm-hmm. that there's a strong board on it, and people think that means something. Um, and it should in some cases for some yeah, people. Yeah. Some cases, yeah. But in this case, he's saying that, they, and they didn't say who the board was. And then mm-hmm. for somebody on the board to be in FSC, I can see where that is. Now, here's where I, I get responsible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's an actual conflict of interest mm-hmm. right i don't know what the rules are on conflict of interest and fsc board membership versus blah 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 is i'm not knocking john mm-hmm. jackson's point there what i am knocking however is um him drawing this point and using wigton's yeah, performance yeah, yeah, as the I, basis I, I, for it as if so you remember he's saying that we've been duped we've been duped so i'm not seeing where this is a performance issue yeah the company performed well yeah and that is an issue, probably, but the company performed well. So, yeah, I'm not Raise seeing where issues. Yeah, I'm being ugly. I'm Ra- not seeing where actually. The f- first issue. What was that again? The first issue, <laughs> the, from the first sentence, he was saying that there are good results. He admitted that there are no, good man. results. So yes, uh, but the issue after that, second issue. Sorry. The the for the issue he mentioned was that the the. Director's report accompanying the June quarterly results is just inadequate as it does not clearly communicate what investors can expect for the rest of oh, the year. So I'm not seeing where that is ugly. Hmm. So I, think I really want all companies to talk about these things as much as possible. I'd love to see we've done monthly post something on how much they produce this month. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I want as much information into the companies. But I, they're I not doing it. Okay. It's not necessarily saying why it's ugly. Yeah. Many companies that... Hide, hide, hide some information. Some Almost information. every company yeah. hides their information. Know. Most companies just 
willing to speak like that. None of them do. Yeah. Like I said, I don't. In and fact, John, I'll, John I'll, Jackson's company do. <laughs> they do. John Jackson's company do. Yeah. No, they don't. Um, how many how many cars did Jet sell last year? Okay, so yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they don't tell you sales number. They tell you profit numbers. Profit, profit numbers. Yeah. And they, and they, she's more than a lot of companies to be honest that's why I said that I'm not knocking him for openness you know mm-hmm. when John Jackson is on a board I know that that company will yeah, run good I know that he'll be open I give him I give him props for that but then when I see somebody who I give props for that suddenly saying this yeah, I know yeah. there's something else wrong I can't even beat Ronald Bush I'm trying to find the right way to say this it, uh, I'll not say anything <laughs> yeah, let's, I, yeah, I won't yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have John Jackson money let me keep my mouth shut but I think if somebody has a problem with something else, they should address the yeah. problems individually. And for John Jackson, who I respect, I would mm-hmm. expect to see him Yeah, so raise concerns, issues. but not at week on the yeah. expense. That does, doesn't look good. To, it doesn't sound good to me. It doesn't look good to me. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't say anything for this one. Don't get yourself in trouble. I always get myself in trouble, so I'll do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you have a, you know, a relationship, right? You, you know, your, your girlfriend vexes with you. And she, she fixes you about whatever it is. You won't wash the dishes or something. If you live with her or you, you forget, you forget like the anniversary or whatever, right? Um, and she vexes you about that. But she don't, you, you don't, she don't want to say that to you, mm. right? Or maybe she vexes you about it, you know, quarrel about it. She don't, she says she okay, mm-hmm. but she's not really okay. Yeah, baby, okay? And I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. You can't keep bothering her, you know, mm-hmm. because after, after the fourth, I'm fine. Is is After the third, after, matter of fact, some man, you're good, I'm fine. Them done, right? Exactly. Yeah, man. You, you, you hear you sneeze before you say that? All right, only one person on this. Only one person in this room. Can I say that you're single or not? It's not single. No, I'm a girlfriend now. Okay, you're saying that on the podcast? Yeah. Okay, great. So only one person in this room doesn't have a girlfriend. So I can get in a lot of trouble by saying this. The rest of you should keep yourselves out of trouble. Anyway, so hypothetically, you have a girlfriend and she vexed about something she don't want to say what the thing is, right? So she costs everything else. Mm. The second you do something else, you put, why well, you put your shoes here? So you know, always have a problem with that. But she really vexed about the fact that you forget the anniversary, right? Reading this seems to me like John Jackson vexed about something else. So the man just said, lick anything for lick. <laughs> right? That's all I'll say there. And I hope whatever else he has a problem with is resolved very quickly. Because I want it resolved also. Oh, same, man. Yeah, I hope it's resolved very, very quickly. I want it resolved also. Actually, I agree. I- I actually agree don't with leave his w- stance. Okay, thank you. In, that, in, in that situation. Uh, I fully agree with you. No, I agree. That's the funny thing. I agree with his stance. Everything that he said on paper in terms of both the um, information in the prospectus and the, the, um, the directors and shareholdings is completely true, mm-hmm. but none of those things are new. Oh, yeah. And uh, what I'm agreeing with too is the thing that we, that we think he's vexable to actually think Actually, yeah, I agree leave with that alone. Leave that okay, alone. Leave that alone. Leave that alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't have to edit because you haven't said anything, but just okay. leave it alone. Plus, you, you work in industry. Yeah, keep yourself, keep yourself employed if you want to. Yeah, but I, but I just think that I just think I, talking to my hypothetical girlfriend. I think if you have a problem with me forgetting the date, you should just deal with that issue. Talk to me about that issue. Vex with that issue, and we're done. We're done. Sort it out. Don't vex about that. And cause my mother is cooking. All right, my mother's cooking is amazing. Watch yourself. Go easy. That's all I'm saying. Mm. John Jackson, who is not my hypothetical girlfriend, should do the same thing. If you have a problem, say it. And I agree with the things he said in principle. And if there is actual an actual legal problem, say it. Because I don't know if John Jackson writes the way I write, mm-hmm. but writing for me is a headache because it involves heavy research. Mm-hmm. All right. So if I see there's like for this, 
have to go and have to, that's why I haven't responded to that girl who I said no. Mm -hmm. Because I have to go and research it. I have to go and find out what exactly is wrong. I have to go. To be fair, I don't even know which director I'm talking about. Yeah, same. All right? But, but wait, well, I'll tell you, you know. So the directors of, of, of um, Wigton are, as at this point in August 2019, Oliver W. Holmes. Oliver Holmes is a known person, if you know about business in Jamaica. Nigel Day. Jacqueline Stewart, I always mess up her last name. Lec Lec Lecler, I, I think she may be a uh, um, she may be a lawyer. I could be wrong. I know she's on Sutner's board too. She's on uh, Stanley Matters. In fact, I think does she has something to do with MJE. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think I came across her name when I was trying to figure out who wrote the MJE prospectus because I love the MJE prospectus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I think she might have something. I could be wrong, but I don't know. She's on um, Stanley Matters board. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um, M. Georgia Gibson Henlin. Hmm. I had a lecture named Henlin years ago. Hmm. Uh, Gregory B. Shirley. Is that guy related to the first rock guy? Is his dad? I'm not sure. I think so. Pierre Shirley? Or am I, I could have it wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm completely wrong. I should leave people's families alone. I don't know these people alone. But here's the names again. Let me start over. Oliver W. Holmes. Nigel Day. Jacqueline Stewart Lecker. M. Georgia Gibson Henlin, Gregory B. Shirley, Hugh Johnson. Now, out of all those names that I just named, two of them own shares directly. Jacqueline Stewart Leckler owns 8.7 million um, shares in Wigton, and Gregory B. Shirley owns 2 million shares in Wigton. Mm -hmm. Now, Miss or Mrs. Leckler, Mrs. Leckler also owns 8.7 million shares through a connected thing. So it might be a company she's on the board of, or a company Somewhere. she owns, or a husband, or wh whatever it is. Somebody close to her. In the legal definition of connected party, that's a, that's a neat thing. So if you heard that connected parties, you just hear the term connected parties, what you think of as a connected party might not be what the law says is a connected party. The law has a definition of it, which is funny. I think it doesn't include your mother. I could be wrong, but I think it doesn't include your mother. I actually don't think so either. So think about that. My mother could own shares in something, and I work for that company or I am associated on the board of and, I, and it would say zero for connected parties mm -hmm. because legally your mother is not a connected party. No, if that were to happen, somebody would find out my mother owned shares in a company and it wasn't disclosed because it, legally it isn't. You might think that's immoral or it look bad, but it's not illegal. Mm -hmm. And well, people who are not... Insider trading is illegal. So. Insider trading is illegal. Yes, yes, yes. So there are restrictions around that. Mm -hmm. But what a connected party is has a legal definition in the same way i said all that to say that there is a legal definition of what um a conflict of interest, interest is yeah. for mm -hmm. each company yeah and i suspect that if there was an actual conflict of interest there would be there bigger would, noise yeah, made definitely. but because i don't know for sure i'm going to do my research and i would hope that mr jackson has done his own research too um i don't know what the, the thing behind it is mr jackson let me tell you something i've said i want people on this spot if you want to come on this podcast feel free if in part because someone, I'll never be on that podcast. I'm sorry. I'm fine. Thank you for the money you've helped me make over the years. I'll continue to listen <laughs> to the stuff you say. Thank you for all that. I'm sorry that you hate me, but you know that that the shares have worked. Thank you for your leadership of of of. That's enough for John Jackson and the yeah, whole man, thing. Yeah. And Miss Stewart, actually, you know Miss Stewart is. I don't know if she's a liar, but she's the managing director. She's Stewart's Automotive. Mm. That's who, where she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and FSC, and she's a JP. But I would like to think that is. The lawyers involved in all of this, yeah, they know yeah, what they they're talking about, they and they, 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 yeah, they're good. Um, thank you, John Jackson, for being your usual strong voice self, and I hope you keep that up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's go to less touchy things. <laughs> uh, 
Anything nice in the market? I mean, we still have to wrap up. We've been giving the people a whole heap of content. I know this one is long. You have anything nice in the market that you see? Other than other than other than jam tea? Jam tea signals. I'm still looking at signals. The results should be, I think, next week, April thirty, um, August thirty, the latest. If unless they change to ninety, they, I don't think they did. What's that? Ninety days, sixty days uh-huh. after the quarter. I don't think they changed from the sixty days, so I'm expecting it to be posted by August thirty. Mm, that's nice, and yeah. that's audited. Audited financials. Yeah, audited is the matter. It's funny enough. I, I'll, I'll end on this as a terrible note, but we can talk about this and then we're done. Uh, I'll put it all in one. SSLVC dropped their yeah, unaudited yeah. numbers today. Yeah. I'm on record as saying that I don't. Before, in my earlier days, like, I don't care about the audit part of the, the, mm. the, the numbers, right? Because there's so much. It's so heavy, I think, mm-hmm. to screw with those numbers on a, on a listed company that I don't really care about the audited part. But thanks to SSLVC, I now pay yeah, no, full yeah, attention to that. And funny enough, even not just pay full attention to it, they dropped unaudited numbers, mm-hmm. and I don't care. Yeah, I w- I'm really wondering. Are yeah, these, I don't care. I the market, For the first time, I'm yes, wondering, are these real numbers? numbers? I think the market. I think the market's going to have that same sentiment. Wow. Because. Yeah, it's just I don't. I literally yeah, just don't trust it. For the whole long. Yeah, sure they're, still they're still frozen now. They're still frozen now. They're still suspended. A lot of people are itching to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so people can't. Well, you can sell, but you can't sell on the exchange, you right? Can't sell on the exchange. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, you, you can't sell on the exchange if you're suspended, but you can sell privately. But who's registered? Is Alpha Christian? Alpha well, the, well, owning a company is separate from being listed. So true, my company is my true, company. True. Yeah. yeah. So I can sell it. In fact, we know that happened for a fact because. Okay, we know that happened for a fact because. When um, it was while they were suspended that 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 they got some oh, yeah, a buying yeah, from, buying from, from the Hendrickson, mm-hmm. the son on the Hendrickson. No, 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 that's Hendrickson is the. Last yeah, Hen- Hendrickson bought into SSLVC, did he not? Oh, he no, bought into Blue, Blue, Dots, Blue Dots, which is yeah. under SSLVC. Under, yeah, so yeah. SSLVC has three companies, or maybe that's more now four companies mm-hmm. under it. For what I call portfolio companies, portfolio companies was yeah. Muse360, which is an advertising marketing advertising agency, which was run by Andre Burnett. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Dot Data Intelligence, which is a, a young and millennial focused data intelligence company run by Larry Peart, and Bar Central. Bar Central. I don't want this the Bar Central guy because uh, he deserves his name to be said just as clearly as the others. I know Larry and 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 Andre personally, which is why the name comes so so easily to me but the bar central guy i don't actually know him personally um and funny enough that's a company that sslvc owns the most kevin frith that's his name kevin mm-hmm. frith a guy who I, I only know the story i respect the story so much because i hear him build it up out and nothing by himself regular ghetto you do i don't even say ghetto youth i don't know the guy's name but you know he went to the noon tech mm-hmm. big up him Big up him, all right? I don't know if I get to use it or not, but I, I respect that him built it from the ground up himself. That's what I heard about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did it, He did his thing right through. Never done. So I know, I remember reading a Gleaner article about him saying that he passed his CXCs. He was never done, whatever. But he, he, he has done his thing. He has learned the hard way how mm-hmm. to build up his company yeah. and he built it up. And then he got with SSLVC. I don't know what's been happening since, but big up those three people in the portfolio company. I said four. They just bought into a... Um, a radiology yeah. company. I don't remember the name, but they just, just, just bought into it recently while unlisted. So I know that mm-hmm. they can move shares around be- even, even though they're unlisted. Um, and it would seem that they're doing some good so things. It depends on how the buying works because the company moves up operating. So buying into the company, mm-hmm. that's fine. So people coming and buying the company itself, that's the issue. 
Yeah, some me buying SSLVC is the issue. SSLVC buying into something else is an issue. Yeah, yeah. But so you can't as easily. If you want a piece of it, you're going to have to talk to um, you're going to have to talk to to the company principals themselves. Anyway, so they just dropped their numbers and like I should talk about it, but like I said, I don't like to me it's. Like I just don't believe it. I don't even want to look at it. They are profitable according to these numbers. Yeah, well, but again, these numbers are unaudited. And, and funny the enough, they had to put out something saying that their audited numbers were going to be delayed, but the unaudited weren't. The last time they had a delay with the auditor, I hear that they couldn't find over 100 million in revenue. So yeah, I will exactly. wait for those audited numbers. Yeah, same, yeah. Same. Auditors have their use. Auditors, you win this round completely. Um, I will be looking for it. I don't. I, well, there's not much else to do. I see Danai. Danai has been. Danai has been very patient. I think him hungry as hell. So <laughs> it, it's 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 time for me to wrap this up. Um, I'll leave you with one thing. I'm looking on the SSLVC's top ten now, and I'm actually it's very interesting. This top ten it has changed a little bit. So that's good. I like business. I want SSLVC to do very well. Because I want VCs, VCs also in Jamaica to do very well. Because I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of value there, and I want I want the industry to happen. So I, I'm hoping for good things for SSLVC, and people when it comes to stocks, I'm a wagonist. The second you hear me say I've bought into SSLVC, you know that I believe in it completely. Uh, would I buy into it right now? No, but the time might be soon. Anyway, you've heard enough of me. I think Dana has heard enough of me, <laughs> but and you guys have heard enough of us. So I've been Randy. This has been the Every Maker Podcast. You can find me on Twitter. At RT Row, my website is everymickle.com. And I'm the knife. You can find me on Twitter, H Danai. <laughs> such Fine a good name, bro. Yeah. so professional. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the earning season podcast this week from the Brand Production Studios. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Right. See you next week. Thanks, guys.